Welcome to Climax, the only action movie podcast by people who actually like action movies. It is season two, and I am Matt Lohman. I'm Kyle McVeigh. Nick the Slugger. Oh, that was dumb. <laughs> Nick the Slut Girl Allen. <laughs> there you go. Here's the thing. Nick Fuckboy Allen. I do this every episode, and yet I forget. <laughs> You have one locked and loaded every time, but you forget I it. I knew it started with an S. That You know, you shouldn't have said anything, because I assumed you were in the moment every time. <laughs> I am? No, I don't. I don't. Every time it's been off the cuff, because I forget what I have. <sighs> but uh, the point is that you're not, you, you don't plan on doing it in the moment. I'm Nick Allen. <laughs> and he is a slut girl. <laughs> and welcome to the first episode of season two. Season two! Ugh. We we did it. A milestone. Uh, a milestone episode. A milestone among milestones. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, the the great thing for you, the listeners, every episode of Climax is a sense of shattering milestone. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this one, truly, one hundred percent, truly, we're bringing the heat in every way. We're uh, got some new revamps. We got a we have a new layout. Yeah, where we're going to start jumping into the meat of the episode immediately. Yes, and then do our segments at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we've retired, you come here for the movies. You, you come here for the movies. You come here for the movies. Yeah, and then we're or gonna hopefully us, but mostly the movies. Mostly us, Most, but then also, but also the a little bit the movies. Yeah, mostly us, and then slightly less than mostly us is the movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we retired the Eva Green until we do another bond. We had to. We had to. <laughs> Otherwise, we were all going to die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> she is. Uh, Those went down so easy in the end. Too smooth. Uh, much like her namesake, she is a thing of beauty that brings men to ruin. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's only alcohol, and she's fucking expensive. She's fucking expensive jet fuel. That is. Uh, what a beauty, though. But I think that is what dating Eva Green is like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we're going to try and Our, do thematic drinks. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And today's episode is John Wick, mm. wherein Keanu Reeves plays a hitman who comes out of retirement to kill the entire Russian mob. Yeah. <laughs> so in their honor, we're doing Moscow Mules. Yes. We found a recipe. I found a recipe I really liked that involved freezing the ginger beer, blending it into a slush, and then pouring vodka over it. Uh, unfortunately, vodka. everything was cold. The vodka, the blender, everything. So it's just... Ginger flavored ice cubes and straight vodka that we've been drinking. The, the, it's, the ginger beer has not melted at all. as quickly as it should have, I think, before you serve this. Um, it's good, though. It's, it's it tastes great. I mean, I'm, I'm starting to get hints of ginger beer, finally. The, the great so. thing about vodka is it tastes better and better mm-hmm. the more you drink. Well, like most booze, yeah. it gets better and better. Tequila doesn't, but... Oh, well, it just goes down easier. Yeah. It tastes the same. But it just goes down <laughs> Tequila easier. Tequila is one of the alcohols I could shoot straight. Vodka is not. Vodka I can yeah, shoot straight. Weird. I can shoot tequila straight. I just I turned into mean Matt. <sighs> These are all. I don't want to talk about shots. I'll do anything <laughs> that's put in front of me. Yeah, that's my problem. I will never back down. Yeah, so. except for sangria. Yeah, I'll do the sangria. Is there going to be a movie where our theme is just shots? That's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should just fuck it. Maybe we should just do shots throughout the show. <laughs> Maybe if we do like Sniper Two, ah, oh, yeah, yeah that Berger. makes sense. Yeah. That'd be good. Mm, I love the first thematic. One. I don't think I've seen the second one. <laughs> second one's even better. <clears throat> All right, I'm trying to think is another good Sniper movie besides like Enemy at the Gates. Mm. Sniper, shooter? no shooter, maybe. Maybe he does very little snapping. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm Bob Lee Swagger, God and damn. I just found a Transformer. We just found a Transformer. <laughs> I'm Bob Lee Swagger. I'm an inventor. I'm just a good old boy from the South. Oh, my God. 
Anyway. Uh, Mark, Mark Wahlberg, we love you. Please don't beat us up. But yeah. sometimes you're asked to do things you shouldn't. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> John Wick. 2014, yeah. $78.7 million on a $20 million budget. That is not enough. No, it is not enough money. If you're listening was to this Was that worldwide? Show, yeah. Really? If you, Everyone right now go to the post you say, office. I mean, that's still great me. for a movie. You you tripled your money. Yeah. You made money for the people. Yeah. That's why there's going to be a second one. But uh, if you discovered not this, nearly if, enough. If you discovered this movie at home, mm-hmm. you've disappointed us. Yeah. Yeah, you really should have seen it in the theater. Uh, but if you didn't, that's okay. We're only kind of mad at you. But you better see the next one in theaters. Because mm-hmm. we, we all lucked out two. that number two happened. I have a feeling that most of the people it's who happening. listen to the show mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter. Please. I think that they were aware that we saw it and loved it. And loved it, it yeah. And realized that it... I mean, I don't, I don't think we can stress this enough, and I think we, we have, but uh, this movie is our gospel. It is, mm-hmm. it is immediately become a, a book of the Climax action movie Bible. Like it, it is. It is the best example. One of the best. This and the raid and raid two, probably the three best examples of modern Kingsman action. Ooh, throw Kingsman. So, Ooh, yeah, that's this, good. This has been but a of like, fantastic year. Yeah, it's a, like, the, but the we we we're, we're in a renaissance because we've yeah. got we have John Wick, we have the raids, we have the Kingsman. Uh, and we're in an era that honestly, Universal Soldiers three and four are very good. But we're we, and we're in an era where directors are learning how to shoot action again. Yeah, where they they, they want to get the people that are skilled, and they want the actors that are willing to put in the work to do the sequences themselves, well, most, and they want to see it. Most of the guys that they would usually give action movies to have now moved on to like tentpole summer shit. Yeah. So yeah, now what's happening is guys who are maybe just a little bit older than us, who grew up on the same movies we did, and are upset that Half so power. many action movies mm-hmm. put the camera in somebody's fucking armpit. Yeah, that they pull it back. Like even even before this, Keanu Reeves directed a movie. It was his first movie directed called yeah. Man of Tai Chi. Very good. Where he shot it correctly. He shot mm-hmm. it as someone who's a fan of the genre, mm-hmm. and it helps that he got Wo Ping's. Uh, action team to help well, yes. shoot it. Yeah. That's always so, helpful. So, you know, when, when the greatest name in Hong Kong cinema after the Shaw Brothers says, I think the camera's too close, and Keanu goes, okay, all right, good You're going to listen to him. Good note. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm the bad guy in this. Here come the yeah, thank you. Yes, Keanu, you we get it. You wear a cool mask. I wear, like, a mask, and then I'm like, you owe me a life. That's a good line. I literally scream at the camera. <laughs> do you know I'm, like, Japanese or something? <laughs> okay, we can't. We can't, we can't ruin Man of Tai Chi, because I want to do uh, it. There's some, some good moments. Okay, John Wick. Vic. Directed by Chad Stahelski and David Leach. Chad Stahelski is the only one because of union arbitration rules. So he's listed as the director. David Leach is listed as the producer. But they, uh, they directed it and they produced it together. Yeah, Solid job. From what I can find in my research, I believe they met on a direct-to-video called Perfect Target, starring the movie's head goon, Daniel Bernhardt, as a mercenary brought in to guard a foreign president but really mm-hmm. take the blame for said president's death. You mean future war. Future war. <laughs> Chad Stahelski, this is his first time directing. He was an actor in movies like Nemesis 2 and 3, Bloodsport 2 and 3, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, and V for Vendetta. Stuntman and coordinator on films like The Crow, Point Break, where he met Keanu Reeves and was his body double. Yeah. Almost Heroes, Orgasmo, The Matrix, where he doubled Keanu, Angel, where he doubled David Boreanaz, Triple X2, 300, Live Free or Die Hard, Constantine doubled Keanu, Damn. Speed Racer, Ninja Assassin, Killer Elite, Sherlock Holmes, Game of Shadows, and Man of Tai Chi. The cool so thing. kind of looks like <clears throat> Keanu? I, From a distance yeah dark hair (laughs) yeah well the the thing i love about this movie is that these guys that directed it 
built a goddamn empire in terms of stunt people. Stunt people. They are before they directed this. They are the best. Some of the best stunt coordinators well, also, in the business. This is this is one of the rare cases in Hollywood where it feels like these guys are very good at their jobs mm-hmm. and also seem to be decent dudes because yes. they built a team and they they follow them and every time they go on a movie they pull another guy into their orbit mm-hmm. and you can't really do that if you're a fucking dick. Yeah, um, you can you can you can run a set. You can be given two hundred million dollars if you're a dick. But in terms of having a team that will watch your back and yeah. work with you every single movie. That's. I mean that that tells some that tells you something about the person. That's yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. well, yeah. I mean, what I loved yeah. about it, and there's a ton of great behind. I mean, okay, there's a couple really good behind the scenes stuff. Uh, a lot of it starts to get kind of redundant, but these guys have a great team around them, and there's clearly people that are willing to bring people into the fold and yeah. bump them. Yeah. Because if you're directing and producing this movie, you don't have time to do the stunt coordination yourself. But they had a couple guys that they were coming up in their ranks in their company that they now these guys get to be them. Yeah. And it's just a nice cycle. It, it just is... It's the way it should be. Yeah. It's, the way it's, it it's a great cycle of bringing in new people, teaching them what you are, and then them ideally becoming you as you move yeah. and do what you want to do. And then maybe when you're not taking making your powers and then yeah. maybe when you're not doing something, they go off and do a job and come back with a new person mm-hmm. or new knowledge mm-hmm. or new insight. Um, the other guy, David Leach, also his first time directing. And as I said, credited as producer due to uh, Directors Guild and Producer Guild bullshit. Actor on Martial Law, Walker, Texas Ranger, Dukes of Hazard, Ninja Assassin, The Mechanic, King of Fighters, and Escape Plan. Stunts, Basketball, Blade, Fight Club, where he doubled Brad Pitt, Men of Honor, Buffy, Scrubs, Daredevil with Affleck, SWAT, Triple X2, Constant Mr. and Mrs. Smith, where he doubled Brad Pitt. 300, Wolverine Origins, The Mechanic, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, and Jupiter Ascending. Love The Mechanic. It's great to see doubles, doubles doing so well, because they're, it, they're I mean, on the set, they're around the business. They're, they're doubles, they but they were running this company. Well, I mean, I that, hope- that's the thing. Like These guys are... What I love about these guys and why they became such a big deal, which I think is a cool thing, they were one of the first companies to previs all of their... All of their uh, sequences their action sequences which means they would build like a a kind of a pseudo set in their gym Mm -hmm. and then would shoot what they thought the action scene would look like and then cut it together and then they gave it to the directors which is what modern day visual effects do they they cut together the sequence in previs and Mm -hmm. give it to the director and then they're like i like this let's shoot it or let's pay them to make this nice cgi but they were on the the cutting edge of that they were doing that before people even thought about it yeah well i mean for those of you who which is uh, how they learned how to direct as well because they were directing their action own action sequences already well a lot of times where they looked at their footage like i shot that like an asshole let's do it again yeah well well, no i listed them as as stuntmen on a lot of these credits that i just named but a lot of them they were the stunt coordinator and fight choreographer and i have a feeling Mm -hmm. that also means they were first unit yeah so when the director was doing all the actory stuff these Mm -hmm. guys were shooting the action yeah so they were second second unit yeah Yeah. so in a lot of these movies they were second unit that were actually have budgets, not the direct-to-video shit, but the mm-hmm. big-time stuff, they probably were able to learn 
Yeah, and just get to be able to do it. Well, over I remember over. that they they they've been longtime second unit directors. Yeah. And if you guys don't know what that is, it, it, you have first unit, which usually has your main actors and do like the close ups and the you your the your main acting, director will be directing that. And then second unit does like the pickup stuff, action, the action car stuff, the car, car chases, anything that basically has. To not do with the main actors and yeah. with like stuff. Like if you're stuff. watching The Fast and the Furious yeah. and it's and it's P walks turning the steering wheel yeah. and yelling something out the window. Yeah. That's second unit. Yeah. First unit is when P walks and Vin Diesel are having an argument with each other and getting each other's faces. Yeah. And then second unit will come in to shoot when they're all racing in police cars down the middle of yeah. the street. Yeah. Um, Exterior. Yeah. <clears throat> so these guys have been directing for a long time. Well, I mean, but never for, been the big. Dogs. And then like their style, which I think is neat, is for those of you out there who are gamers, uh, Hideo Kojima, who did the Metal Gear Solid series, uh, he would make his rooms with Lego to figure out where guards would be so they could find places for Snake to hide. These guys did something <laughs> similar, but in their offices, they just had a giant room full of pads their offices and are the fucking coolest things I've ever seen yeah, in my life. There's a video where one of the guys, uh, the, the editor-in-chief of birthmoviesdeath.com, which is one of the movie sites I actually do like, went there and got to do a John Wick sequence. And what yeah. they do is is they just put down the jujitsu pads on the floor and then use boxes and other stuff to make hallways and stuff. And that's how they would figure out, it's like, okay... Like, that's what works in this movie is there's never a time where you're like, why doesn't Keanu just shoot the guy? Like, every time he does something, it's the best idea to yes. do at that point. It's the most oh, efficient and best yeah. idea. We'll talk about his gun content later. It's awesome. Directed by Derek Kolstad. Originally, it was a script on the blacklist in 2012 under the name of Scorn, which uh, I want to track down and read. Yeah. Uh, John Wick is actually the name of Derek's grandfather. He originally envisioned Wick in his 60s, but took the advice to go younger and got the extra gravitas with Reeves, who audience already recognized as a seasoned action guy. Yeah. Um, and the reason they changed the name from Scorn to John Wick is because Reeves was so excited about the movie, he would talk to people about it and say, yeah, I'm doing this movie, John Wick. I'm doing this movie, John Wick. Oh, so he just kept calling it that? Everyone in Hollywood was like, yeah, this Keanu Reeves movie, John Wick? And they're just like, fuck it, change it. Yeah, that's awesome, though. <laughs> um, I just love how pumped he was. Like, you can tell from the get-go like how pumped Reeves was about this well, movie. One of my favorite lines from the commentary is, mm-hmm. if you tell Keanu that he gets to shoot guns, do judo, and drive, uh, do, and drive cars. He'll do. He'll be in your movie, <laughs> which is good to know. And yeah. thank, you, thank you, thank you, Chad and David. Yeah, uh, we owe you guys a beer. He wrote a movie called One in the Chamber with Dolph Lundgren and Cuba Cooney Jr. about a Russian assassin's uh, going yojimbo in a gang war and playing both sides against each other. That sounds awesome. The package with Dolph Lundgren and Stone Cold Steve Austin, where Stone Cold is a mob courier being chased by assassins and gangsters. His character's name is Tommy Wick. All of those sound great except for the casting. <clears throat> I want to watch these drunk. He did two yeah. shorts, then this, and he's also writing the sequel. I'm sure. pumped. Yeah. Can't we, wait. We really, it is a rich world, which we really we got into. We really got to do a drunken riff tracks. Yeah, we should at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you would like to watch that, if you would be willing to download that, uh, email us uh, at actionclimax, all one word, at gmail.com or yes. action underscore climax at Twitter. Yes. Did I get those? No, that's all right. Okay. No, that's right. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 uh, cool, cool. Keanu Reeves, the ageless one, born in he, Beirut. He is part Chinese, Portuguese, and Hawaiian. The man has Good dropped a stone-cold classic in every decade. Yes, he has. Bill and Ted in the 80s, Speed and The Matrix in the 90s, The Replacements and Constantine in the aughts, John Wick of Man and Tai Chi in the cheats, in the teens. If you're looking for another movie you may have not seen, check him out in Street Kings, where he's a corrupt it's cop with good. a drinking problem. It also good. stars a pre-jacked Chris Evans. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. We, oh, we yeah. own it on Blazure. Is that an air? Air? 
Joint. Uh, I believe Ayer either wrote it or directed it, but not both. Okay. And that's why it's that's good all the way through. Is one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we all love Keanu. Mm-hmm. He's a goddamn elder statesman yeah. of action, be, even I'm, though he doesn't look <clears throat> it. I want to be so very, very clear about something. I've, I've, I've evolved past the age mm-hmm. where I like things ironically. Yeah. I love Keanu Reeves as an actor. Yes. Uh, I think I think a lot of times awards are given out for not the best acting, but the most acting. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes Keanu Reeves show restraint, and people see it as wooden, No, where another actor would go big. Yeah. And I applaud Reeves for it. He never goes too... I mean, okay, he's gone too big a couple times, but it's Devil's usually advocate. a good reason. But this is oh, yeah. a, a masterclass in him showing restraint until it's time to... There's one moment where he fucking yells. Well, it's also which is my least favorite earned. moment because it's immediately well, undercut. It's but. also it's also he shows and not tells. Mm-hmm. Like anyone can yell and yeah. be like, "I'm fucking." He upset. really handles the emotional scenes very well. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, shockingly, we'll, we'll get to it. But there's a lot of great moments where, since it's an action movie, you can get away with it. But it takes a second and a half. Yeah, to get across a very strong emotion. Yeah. before moving on, but but we'll get. To, he I does, think it's he does worth. It, is it, I don't know if you wanted to mention it here how long he trained for this movie. Go for it. He trained for four months Shit. for this movie. He devoted four months of his life. He had never done judo. The director specifically went out to make sure he didn't do a martial art he'd done on film before. Yeah, so he did mostly judo, a little bit of jujitsu, and then. Uh, a little bit of history lesson. So, I believe it was ju- judo. It might be jujitsu. It was, but one was invented before the other. But it was invented by mm. samurais, so they could fight another samurai who was wearing armor and had a knife. And that's why it's all joint locks and arm breaks. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't punch a guy that in armor. Yeah. And he's got a sword, and you don't want to dance around a katana. It's the sharpest yeah. blade employed employed in war. Yeah. So that's why it's all that. And then jujitsu became like the striking sport version. Yeah. But. You know, you have a you have a judo jujitsu showdown between him and Mrs. Perkins, which we'll get to, yeah. or Miss Perkins, which we'll get to. Um, but he he looks good, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, Donnie Yen has done like uh, I believe over here it's called Kill Zone, and another movie called Flashpoint, mm-hmm. where he does uh, jujitsu MMA stuff. Yeah, and it, it's very effective. Uh, it looks great on film. I think a lot of people were worried that MMA wouldn't look good on film. It looks amazing. It looks fucking good on film in this. Mm-hmm. It looks really good in the uh, later Donnie Yen movies, yeah. um, which I'm sure we will cover someday. But it's interesting. They they they, they created this whole. They keep calling it gunfu. I believe gunkata. 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 Uh, throughout, equilibrium. but it's, it's the it's, only good thing Equilibrium gave us. Okay. Well. Yes. Loved it in I college. Suppose. It still loved it in college. It yeah. still doesn't look good. I loved, it looks terrible on screen. I loved Boondock Saints in college, but yeah, we all you know, did. Um, I put away childish things, but uh, it it looks amazing. I mean, they invented a way of fighting that is when you see it on screen, you're like, "Well, this is practical." He broke that man's arm and then shot him <laughs> With in the head, <laughs> and, and they, because everyone should be dead. And, this and, is a man who is alarmingly efficient. Well, they also did like the smart thing, like. They never had him surrounded by guys waiting their turn. Yeah. There yes. are a lot of points in this movie where mm-hmm. if someone just walked up behind John Wick with a chair or a knife or a gun and the movie's over. Yeah. But they never they never did that. They never had where you're like, wasn't the guy in the back just hit him? Yeah. Which I think is smart because A, they're stunt coordinators who are yeah. aware of where their extras are. Mm-hmm. Directors don't care. They just want the main guy in the middle of the screen. Mm-hmm. So they don't care that there's a million extras with guns behind them. Yeah. And they're fans of action. Yeah. Who probably, it probably drives them It probably them nuts. bugs yeah. the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, this was made by people who love the genre. And I love that he gets the drop put on him a couple times. I mean, because it's bound to happen in an yeah. action movie. And it always feels very reasonable. Like in the, 
Well, anyway, they, there's a couple sequences where he gets to drop. There's on. one sequence where I hate it, and we'll get to it. But yeah. next is, and I don't know how to pronounce his name. I forgot to look up. But Nike, Michael Nyquist as Vigo. I think it's just Michael Nyquist. Nyquist. Is what most people say he's Swedish, and a lot of Vigo's quirks—the weed, the cool it, cool it, cool it, cool yeah, it, yeah, cool yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and the fighting, which was Sambo, were his idea. I guess originally he was just going to box John Wick. It's it's he's really, like, I'm Russian. Why wouldn't I do it, Sambo? It's just like from the behind the scenes stuff. It's really clear that man. the actors had a huge amount of input yeah. on what their characters would do and even how they would fight. Yeah, yeah the Sambo the smoothies. Idea. Yeah, but it's. Great moment. He was. I, I first saw him in uh, Mission Impossible Four, mm-hmm. where he is a blank slate. Yeah, I don't know if that's just because they just had to keep careening to those amazing, amazing stages. Oh, it must have been, but it's that he wasted. Yeah, it's like I can't believe this is the main guy. This guy has so much charisma. He's never acted like this in any other film. His son's such a piece of shit, and I still mm-hmm. love him, and I feel for him that his yeah. son's such a piece of shit. Yeah, but I also am like, when he dies at the end, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, um, the guy's a delicate great. balance. He's so good, and this is also the most. He's a great about villain. William Defoe. Well, the best thing is he's a great villain. Yeah. He he's he. How did he's Brad? Really... How did Brad Bird blow it? I have no idea. I, maybe, you know, sometimes directors just don't know how to use an actor, or maybe you just don't have the time to give it, give him the proper due. But I mean, this or maybe it's clear that acting, he acting lessons between then. and Well, now? what I love is that well, no, forever. He's been working forever. But what I think is like. From what I've gathered is that this was a very, very open environment, and maybe it it, it speaks to being stunt coordinators, and you all in that's highly collaborative. Even for being in the film industry, that's highly collaborative. Yeah, you're used, you're used to people telling yeah. you what they can and can't do. because yeah. it's like I got a bad knee. And then maybe it's a mix of them being first time directors, and they were probably a little afraid to step on people's feet, and they it ended up working to their advantage because. Everyone they had a bunch of they had a bunch of actors ideas, that yeah. aren't huge actors that wanted to put their stamp on it and not in a bad way. And mostly character actors outside of Keanu. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Michael Nyquist has done a lot of stuff in Europe. Obviously, notably he played the Daniel Craig part in the original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo trilogy. Yeah. Bad guy in Ghost Protes, as we discussed. He was in a, a hard sci-fi movie called Europa Report with Charlton Copley and Dan mm-hmm. Fogler. It was all right. Mm-mm. I think that keeps coming up on my Netflix. Yeah, don't watch it. Yeah, because it, it, it should take a bunch of stuff we like. It was all right at yeah, best. just don't. Uh, Willem Dafoe, who I learned was born in Wisconsin. I did not Midwest. know Midwest. He far- looks like he was birthed out of a, an elm tree. <laughs> he looked like he just Or an was. old volcano. Yeah. If, if you told me he was born two days before Platoon, and that's just how he always oh. looked, I'd believe you. If you if you told me that someone dug up an oak box and just found him inside <laughs> in the fetal position, I get that. I mean, could hey, you imagine? I found an actor in this. I, mean, I, I don't even want to imagine. Not even a coffin. Like, well, a, like a trunk. I, I don't even want to imagine <laughs> Willem Dafoe yeah. transitioning from childhood to teenager via puberty. Yeah. That's I can't horrifying. imagine. Just one day he wakes up and is like, hey, mom. It somehow involves it's me, your son. In Willem. my mind, it involves tentacles. <laughs> I don't know why. It just, it just involves it involves it involves things and shadows. It involves a yeah. language that angels dare not dare not speak. There was a point at which he went from uh, like little chubby Minnesota kid to living skeleton with a terrifying voice. And I liked that. That happened somewhere between thirteen and fifteen. <laughs> I love poutine. I, can't have it. I think maybe it's I just can't have poutine. Maybe it's Let's just like to. a normal, average, like Midwest boy 
And then one day there's a fire that he walked out of and then just kept walking to California. And that was it. He just walked to L.A. (laughs) Oh, 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 sure, Willem. How are things going in California? I'm going to play Jesus. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so like like a church production or... uh, I'm going to play Jesus. And you're all gonna see my dong. It's called the last temptation of Christ. <laughs> God damn it! Ah, I've seen his dong a lot. He Doesn't is, make sense. He is put. He is this in is Platoon real? as Arms Guy, the most iconic image from Platoon. Yes. Last temptation of Christ is Christ. Born on the Fourth of July. Flight of the Intruder. Clear and present danger. Keanu connection. He was in Speed Two. American Psycho. Spider Man. Where I'm sure all of us first met him. Once upon a time in Mexico, where he played a Mexican. The Life Aquatic and Boondock Saints. Hold up. Keanu wasn't in Speed Two. I'm just saying they're just oh, okay. they're, they're, they're fleeing. <laughs> no, um, he uh, I. The Life Aquatic is my favorite movie oh my of God. that director, but uh, Willem Dafoe's background work in that <laughs> is devastatingly funny. <laughs> He's so good. He like if you the next time you watch Life Aquatic, just watch Willem <laughs> Dafoe in every scene. I fucking promise, it, it it's devastatingly funny to watch him. There's a point at which everyone he gives like a, a fucking. Like go team high five, and Willem Dafoe's just in the background participating <laughs> in it, to- but like twenty feet away. <laughs> That's amazing. It's they, he does that throughout the whole movie. Well, so he's in love with Bill Murray. But yes, that's that's the undercurrent of the whole thing. Is that he wishes he was Bill Murray's son. Uh, the person whose fault this entire movie is is Alfie Allen. Uh, I'm not going to list anything he's in because you all Probably know him related. from Game of Thrones. Yes. He's the brother to pop star Lily Allen, and her song Alfie about the guy who just hangs out and masturbates all day is about him. Yep. Amazing. He's an Allen. He's he's an a, Allen. He was a featured extra on Space. Spaced. Oh. Really? Like long, long ago, wow, space? forever ago. Yeah, with Simon Pegg as a and kid. Right? Yeah, as like a little shitty like an kid. infant. I'm oh, I, I bet he's in that fake shootout. Yeah, I think that's probably yeah. where he was from. Yeah. When was space made? Because it looks older than it is. It's British. It's after it's after the the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, there's a lot of rage <laughs> about those in it. No, it's just season two, so that's why I think it's like 99, 2000, 2001. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dean Winters as Avi, uh, Dennis Duffy on Thirty Rock. Hey, uh, Tommy Gavin on Rescue Me. He's he's mayhem on those insurance commercials. But most importantly, Dennis Duffy. Uh, and they're Brooklyn all the same Nine-Nine. Apparently, he was in the Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh yeah, he's the Vulture in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's great in that, obviously. Hey Peralta, I was just thinking of your big white ass. <laughs> he's the same character. I like to think of it. As... I love him as the Beeper King. I love him as Dennis Duffy. Uh, I wish Liz technology would... is cyclical. I wish Liz would have married him. I know. Question: Coffee. Everyone drinks it. Where do you get it? Literally every. Everywhere. everywhere. Nope. The sub basement <laughs> of an apartment complex. Just on ask 11. the janitor for the keys. <laughs> Fuck, he's good. As Miss Perkins. Uh, oh, he's used to great effect too in a lot of scenes. <laughs> Not. I don't know what he does here. I don't. I don't he just I, is I the second. He just is like, the second in command. He's giving information. Why but would then he, he ever also be the second in command? He's a witness of everything. He's not even like. Russian though he know. wouldn't have been second. I don't. Man. I don't know. My favorite part is just that he has to bear witness to the terrible cruelty. <laughs> like at first, I at thought all he times. was like, "It's amazing." Hey Vigo, I'm, I'm going to go. No, you stay. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Like he found him on the street and just brought him. In. He at found first, him I, at the beeper store. Hey dummies, <laughs> same character. Like hey dummies, I can run your books. Like like um, 
in in uh, rescue calculator. Me, he's like a, a cop, and then he gets three shot pages for everyone. But it didn't kill him; it just messed up. His he brain. faked his death to get away from the poisonous Gavin clan, and then he worked for the Russian mob in this movie. And then after this, he's Dennis so Duffy. broken. Oh, he's he's Dennis Duffy after this. Shit. Yes, yeah, he's brain damaged after getting hit by <laughs> Keanu's car. That's a good idea. Uh, oh man, he he's a he has a. I mean, there's some poor saps in this, but he he might be one of them. <laughs> he brought it on himself. Yeah, I know, but the way he I dies is pretty great. <laughs> pretty poor sappy. Uh, Adrian Palicki, Friday Night Lights. He she was Wonder Woman in David E. Kelly's failed pilot. Oh God, GI so Joe Two, About a Boy, and she's currently Mockingbird on Agents of Shield. She's great. Stop I love her. That show. She's so hot. Yeah, she's super mm-hmm. hot, and she could hurt us. She's oh, an- my favorite type of woman. <laughs> That's true. We yeah. one, one that could hurt me. We do have a type, and it is uh, could kick our ass. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's, those are the ones. Gene Davis, Ron Rousey, Sigourney Weaver, uh, so Toby much. Leonard Moore, Australian. He can actually do a perfect American and English accents, and he makes quite a bit of money doing audiobooks for U.S., U.K., and Australia. <laughs> he was Sergeant Stone <laughs> in the Pacific. Me, he is uh, the giant baby man's best friend in Daredevil, and, yeah. he, and upcoming he is in Billions <laughs> with Paul Giamatti and Damian. Lewis. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to watch that show. Paul GM. I'll watch it. Paul, I love Paul GM. Sounds great. Uh, the other the other Russian sidekick, the the the, the Afro-Saxon, uh, is Omer Berry. He's Israeli. Not a lot over here. Uh, our head goon, Kareel, Daniel Bernhardt, Swiss, Future War, Bloodsport 2 and 3, where <laughs> he met Chad. Uh, Bloodsport, Dark Kumite, Matrix 2. He's the agent that... Uh, Answered the door and Keanu fought him, and he also fought Morpheus on top of the semis. Yeah, he's in Parker with Stasem. That's a good fuck. And Hunger Games catching fire. He's great. Mm-hmm. Future War is his <laughs> finest hour. But you guys got to watch the Future War, uh, the Mystery Science Theater three thousand did because it's one of my favorite episodes of that show. <laughs> uh, Bridget Moynihan, Tom Brady's first baby mama. She has eight seconds of screen time. She was in Coyote Ugly, Sex in the City, The Sum of All Fears, I Robot, is Lord of Helen? War. Battle Los Angeles and Blue Bloods. Helen, his yes. wife. Yeah. John Languizamo, born in Colombia. Oh, I assumed good. he was Mexican because I am a racist. <laughs> no, he's Puerto Rican. Isn't he's he? Colombian. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Apparently, he was in Die Hard too. He was Luigi in Super Mario Brothers. Yes. He had his own show for a season on House of Buggin. He was in Two Wong Thu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar with Swayze and Snipes, where they all played drag queens. My favorite role of him is Tybalt in Romeo and Juliet. Oh, it's so good. I know him from it The is Pest, so which is one of my well, favorite. The Pest well, is was, also was uh, one of my favorite yeah. movies in high school. Spawn, Moulin Rouge. All of the Ice Ages, ER and Gamer. He's doing okay. He showed up for a day. But you know what? His scenes are great. No, Dude, his reaction to what's it. happening, it's great. We're going to get to it, but he might have the most important role in the movie of setting up the rest of the movie. But we'll get to it. Yeah. Ian McShane, English, tons of UK stuff. We all first met him on Deadwood. He was in Kung Fu Panda, the, De- the Death Race remake, Kings, Pirates of the Caribbean 4, Jack the Giant Slayer, Silence. Cuban Fury, which is better than you think. Oh my god, and it's the, so much better than you and think. And The Rock's Hercules. Wow. Uh, also a great old movie, I think, called The Last of Sheila. It's it. a pretty good, uh, like if you like a 60s era with Raquel Welsh, a 60s Sold. era mystery happening on a boat. It's pretty cool. He, he should be the one doing the audiobooks. Good. He has a great voice. God, he's fucking great in everything, yeah. huh? He's so good. Uh, Lance Riddick as uh, Sharon, the <laughs> the front desk at the Continental. <laughs> and we all know him from The Wire, son. Wire! 
But he also did Oz, Law & Order, SVU, Lost, Fringe, and White House Down. He's great. He's also in The Guest, which I also see. Watch. I also see him in the uh, in the gym once in a while. Oh. Yeah. I would think that he'd be going to a better gym than an L.A. fitness <laughs> that I go to, but I also saw Allison Breed there, so I don't know what's going on. Hey. But, but he's making John Wick money. <laughs> yeah. If I was making John Wick money, I'd hire an Eric Cahill. Oh. To kick my ass. I wouldn't work. For, I wouldn't work out in this asshole festival. <laughs> as as Harry, the hitman who gets killed by Miss Perkins, Clark Peters, The Wire, Treme damages person of interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Patrick Kelly from Commando as Charlie the Cleaner. Great. And uh, our friend from I'm only including her because I'm in love with her. Bridget Regan as Addie the Bartender. Yes. Who I I looked her up so much. What else is she in? Legend I, of the like, Seeker, White Collar, and is recurring on she Agent Carter. Is a gorgeous tattooed chick. She yeah. looks like a fucking pinup girl. Yeah, in this. she is God. nothing but trouble. Oh, uh, Kevin Nash as Francis the Bouncer. Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> you can now yeah. you can currently see him in Magic Mike XXL. Shit. And uh, as the Doctor Randall Duck Kim, he's the key maker in the. Matrix and Poe's dad Uguay in the Kung that Fu is pandas. such a great uh, yeah I realized that the last time I, went, I was like oh that's a fucking key maker what a great uh, interesting I, it, it's clear that they cast this with all of their favorite people from every <laughs> movie they've ever done and like, I got, love that they got their wish that's list. awesome and also yeah. Kevin Nash Diesel Big Sexy yeah yes well that's the big thing <laughs> I mean yeah he has a huge dick Right? Um, no, that's uh, that Joe Manganiello. Oh, that's Manganiello's. No, no, uh, Kevin Nash uh, is bad at dancing. <laughs> He's just a giant. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, this isn't cast, but going back to like the crew, this is produced by Eva Longoria, which uh, <laughs> oh, out of yeah. nowhere, which no one can figure out how she's connected. <laughs> even the directors are like, we never even met her. I was visiting. They never met her. They were just like she wrote a check, and we thank her. Thank her very much. I was visiting. uh, It didn't work out. I actually didn't see him, but I was visiting Joey at his offices on the lot. Yeah, and uh, she walked past me, and I almost was like, "Thank you." How did you get involved in John Wick? (laughs) It would have been an interesting comment. Like she probably wouldn't have minded talking about it. Would you like Like, to come on our podcast? (laughs) How about John Wick? Also, this was edited by an Icelandic woman, Elizabeth Ronalds, or Ronaldsdotter. Ronald's daughter. <laughs> Ronald's daughter. Is that what that means yeah. in Icelandic? Yeah. That's, uh, that's I don't how you think pronounce that. I don't think she's done much, but I uh, uh, just wanted to point that out. Yeah, no. Edi- no. Nick Allen's Editor Corner. Yeah, I love the Editor Corner. And it's, I, I guess, is it uh, known, like, is Postworld mostly female, like, editor-wise? Is that the impression you get on this one? Uh, no, just like I in Hollywood in general. Something. I think I was the canon. There are a. They talk t- about how well, most what, on our on our TV show, uh, a lot of our. I mean, everyone except our actual editors. Everyone mm-hmm. is women. Huh. Uh, I know a, a ton of women in comedy that are assistant editors and editors. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, well, you'd be shocked at how many pe- women are in post production. I think it was on the. How canon. many? Be- I've only worked in television. I've the, when I worked in post, I only worked for women. The bosses were always women. Three different shows, mm-hmm. always women. Uh, like Joel Silver's go-to post-production lady that runs post-production is is a lady. Like they mm-hmm. they fucking run that shit. I think on the Canon, which is another good podcast if you like movies you should listen to. It's on the Wolf Pop Network. They talk about might have been during Godfather and I can't remember, but I think it's that podcast where they talk about how mostly editors are women. 
because they're mm-hmm. really good at taking a bunch of different things and putting it together into a coherent Well, it's J.J. Abrams. I, I used to know, well, they were doing a show, a movie next to us. J.J. Abrams, editor is a lady who is fucking awesome. She's amazing. Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. before she, she died, died. Oh, yeah. uh, his was a lady. Uh, Scorsese's is a woman. A ton of, like, I mean, Bad especially Max big Fury directors. Road. George Miller yes. is his wife. Yeah, was but the, the big thing is, uh, the point is, big directors, especially movie directors, once they find an editor, they're your editor forever. And most of them are women, I don't know, like, so here's, here's it's the interesting. Lady editors. Well, I mean, they get to make the fucking story work. So. The lady editors. Yeah, lady editors. that's it. I love this cocktail, because anytime one of us is talking on the mic, the other two have been drinking. Room tone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's get into the meat of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Movie. Let's begin at the end. I hate this shit. I was... I hate it so much. Yes. Well, it, it's one of those movies that starts at the end. But it's it's different because it's not like the middle or the end before like the climax. It's literally the end. There's you know, like yeah, yeah. Most times they they would they would be so like the intro to Act Three and like mm-hmm. the impossible position that he's put in. But but why? I well, that's what I was trying to figure. Out. I was like, why do you do this? I was like, okay, is it is it to accelerate the wife stuff? But then I don't think it is because I, I genuinely don't know. I, I was trying to figure out because they open the wife stuff. He still does. He does the looking at the videos again in the first. 30, the first thirty minutes of John Wick is a bummer. It's yeah. super, super well really? done. It's literally thirty minutes. What? Wait, what See, is I, it? I, I actually like wrote down it. how long it is. Okay, it is. It is almost thirty minutes. Of just like I know the first dialogue's five minutes in. Yeah, it's like thirty minutes is set up like he has a very sad story. His wife is dead. Uh, he gets a dog. Obviously, things happen, and then the rest of the movie is barehanded murder, mm-hmm. nonstop barehanded murder. But it, they really like the fucking first act of this is I don't know, I like a lot that. of setup. But I I, I agree. My one of my only beefs with this movie is I don't think it needed to start where it started. Yeah, because like if that if if him watching the videos somehow could have allowed us to skip straight to the funeral, maybe that would have been a little bit. It, it would have made more sense if it would have saved us more time up top. Mm-hmm. I, I would have gotten that, but it didn't. I, quite I wouldn't work. have skipped straight to the funeral because that like, feels like a like, note from the studio. No, I like him waking up yeah, and I going like about his day. Right, and it makes more. It, That's good. I that's don't know I why we out. had to see the SUV crash. Yeah, and it, him get out and look at a video of his. It, wife. Well, first of all, it's not that interesting. I mean, I, he's dying. I guess it's like, oh, it's like, shit's gonna happen. It's that, a movie. We does know that feel like a studio note, or is that a first-time director? It feels like a first-time director note. I don't know. For twenty million dollars and Keanu. Reeves kind of I think maybe for you maybe feels like a first time director and maybe their thought was it takes so long to get to the blood we wanted blood up top so you like to establish that there's going to be some. Sh- I mean, it, but you went into this movie knowing what it was. I mean, I, I've gone on record saying I, I I hate I hate that's not how I would have done it. Criticism. Um, I think it's uh, how dumb people make themselves feel smart. Uh, but there's like. Only like two really major missteps in this movie, and yeah. I feel like this, this is opening one is one of them. Yes. and I can't, I can't. I like think I know which. Luckily, it's other. only like forty-five seconds. I know, but it, it's just, not. But shit. it is. It, it is. It is. And I know that's a pet peeve for you. And I know a lot of people 
that a pet peeve for them, especially writers, pet peeves are starting later, get, doing the whole starting in like Act Three, and then seeing how you. Got I guess there. for me, it's like admitting. We understand this first part is kind of boring. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna tease <laughs> you with something. But it's not boring. It's, it's not, not a boring no. first part at all. No. It, it, it does all this too. great. It, like it's, it's very, it, they handled it very well. Keanu's acting his balls off. Everyone shows up. Everything. It's, it's an efficient first act. Yeah, they did. And it is emotionally packed. So for the rest of the movie, Keanu can just turn off emotion and become a, a yeah, killer we robot. Know, we know what he's killing for, yeah. but it's they 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 out upped upped. <laughs> oh, they did. They did it in a tenth of the time. Yeah, and they got us to the same place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, guys, so, if you some, haven't seen uh, this movie, I mean, it. Listen, no, we we always talk as if you've seen it, so fuck <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah what are this you is doing this, to this is seen the movie. this is equivalent of up. I, I have that in my notes too. It's like this and up have the saddest intros. Ever, but they what do this one way quicker and cleaner. I, well, like, I don't like know. The, Up is like a fi- is like a montage. This is an act of no, th- working yeah. up to the worst moment, my most no. feared moment in any movie I, ever. No, but I know I, it's your most feared moment. No, in no, any no, no. Movie. But it's 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 for me the the first part of this movie, the up part of this movie mm-hmm. ends when he talks to Marcus at the funeral. And then after yeah. that, it becomes a different movie. But I'm, just saying, to... I'm just saying, in terms of like establishing where we're at and yeah. the loss and stuff, that's why I don't think the first part of this movie for me, the first part of this movie is not 30 minutes. The oh, okay. movie is the movie is Marcus and Doesn't it's 15 like it. minutes. Marcus and John nah. say goodbye. Yeah. And then the dog shows up, and it becomes a different movie. It's him moving on. Yeah. I understand that. that that's fine with me. I'm thinking of it as a three-act structure, as no. a basic three-act structure. But they're definitely like... Act one ends at the thirty-minute mark. Yeah, 100%. that hundred percent. No, no, happened. structurally, you're absolutely correct. But uh, I, I understand that. So you know, the, the whole setup is John John Wick's wife has died of cancer. He lost her to the one enemy he couldn't put his hands yep. on. Man <laughs> of Steel takes some fucking notes. Yep, he lost her. To, it's a hundred percent right. The, the his wife died. Into the flashback, like you wake yeah. up. Oh, it's great! It's always hanging on you. That's the fir- his first thought. Yeah, he looks in the mirror, goes back to cancer. Well, there's a lot of really subtle stuff. There, it, there's the the night, the stuff on the nightstand, the two coffee cups. There's the two coffee cups. There's a his and her bathroom. Yeah. No, like no overwrought cancer dialogue. Honestly, that yeah. Also, they never say what she died of, but you know. Mm-hmm. But they also um, there's very little dialogue in this. Well, first of all, John Wick says like. Ten lines, maybe. Yeah, and it's but, it's to Willem Dafoe, but he also like what I love about this movie because it's like you know how you have those moments in your life that you kind of look back on and mm-hmm. you like you sort of wince, yeah, or you're like, oh, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah, and it's never it's never the moment where you say it. It's mm-hmm. the quiet after. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the calm before, and he has these moments where he's just sitting there looking at her. He's just being present with her where mm-hmm. she falls. He's not remembering. He's not remembering the dialogue. He's not remembering the conversation because that's he not how the human brain moment. works. Yeah. He's remembering the moment right before. He's remembering the moment right after. He's remembering just being. Yeah. And I think the movie does a great job of that. It's and super I, well done. I, I love that they didn't have us sit through overwrought, overcooked, yeah. overwritten dialogue. But the, the reason why this movie works is because of this first act. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can't stress that enough. The reason why you and can have Zama, but we'll get to that. the reason why you can do an hour to almost hour and a half of him just I believe his kill count is seventy seven people. Yep. Barehanded murdering, shooting seventy seven people is because this first act does the emotional it heavy does the lifting. lifting yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, we learn that he you know, too, he buries yeah. his wife, 
Willem Dafoe is his mentor, and uh, they say goodbye at the funeral. He gets a gift from his deceased wife of God damn it, and they did this for for maximum impact. God damn beagle. He puppy. gets a little. Mm. Beagle puppy named Daisy. God damn And a it. card from his wife. <laughs> I'm mad about it. And so he gets this beagle puppy from his dead wife as a way to cope and move on. And it's fucking cute. What a cute ass she, dog. Helen was a very Ugh. sweet and thoughtful woman. No get that shit. From her letter. I would like me. I would be like, hey, I got you this dog. So every time you look at it, you would think of me. <laughs> I don't forget me, I, asshole. I, I, <laughs> also uh, name the dog Nick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's a fucking beagle puppy. Oh, so cute. It's <laughs> I can't. I'm mad about it. Yeah, I, I want to watch Alfie Allen die over and yeah, over again. I know. So um, gets the beagle puppy and then has to go buy puppy stuff. There's some cute ass feeds moments cereal. where he feeds it cereal. Behind the, it goes behind to the shit scenes. and he forgets that it has to go shit. Behind Apparently the scenes, this dog thing. is puppy is already house trained. Yeah. Well, behind the scenes, they covered Keanu Reeves in bacon grease. Yeah, to make yeah. the dog want to run to him and, and like lick him in his, his face and stuff. Yeah. Um, John's house is really nice. Yeah, that's a lot of glass for a former assassin. Yeah, no shit. Like, well, I think it's because he takes glass. on all covers. <laughs> like, what the door. fuck is he scared of? He doesn't lock his door yeah, at night. Fuck no, he doesn't lock counters. his door. He, he knows the he, neighborhood. He welcomes cop. someone to come in. Yeah, and try except to a bunch of punk asses knocked him out. Yeah, well, that that sucked. I mean, that's the game. He's uh, been out of it for a while. So. so so he's gone with the dog. We meet the guys whose fault it is the entire Russian mafia on the eastern seaboard has to die. Yep. <laughs> Alfie Allen seems pretty pissed that this random dude could speak his language. Right? I wrote oh, that down he's too. very upset. But I like that. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Because he, he, he like, it, it's like it's like people out here, like uh, some guy could say Spanish to you. And then if you and know what do. he says, they'll get pissed. Especially if they say something dickheaded. Uh, but that that's which of course that that hurt him <laughs> but he didn't um, even insult him no but he he's he, it's it. just it, it, that that scene is bare bones and it establishes what a fucking cock he is <laughs> and it's perfect Thinks he, he can just, have whatever he wants yeah well that's the thing he he just assumes everything is for sale and that's a huge part of his character and that's what leads I, to him thinking that he he deserves to have this that that's worth breaking into John Wick and Wick's I, house and fucking him up because he's yeah. a nobody. Yeah, it's not even worth. He's not even a person. <laughs> it's not. It's even like a why why would this nobody not give me their card? Don't they realize that I'll? I mean, in a weird way, I feel like he he his character assumes everyone has some sort of recognition of him Don't as a scary person. <laughs> not not like they should know his name, but like he they should just be like this guy's a scary man. You weigh, but he's not. You but weigh, he's not a scary. You weigh dude. a fucking hundred twenty yeah. pounds. He carries himself like he should be terrifying in this movie, which is what I love. But I think both of his friends are taller. And oh yeah, they're both him. scary. The guy from fucking Daredevil looks way scarier than him, oh, yeah. and he's way bigger. You like, have a good day, sir. Yeah, I didn't realize how big the guy from Daredevil was. Until uh, he was around Wiener Kids. Until he was around Wiener Kids. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because Vincent D'Onofrio is huge in that show. <laughs> but, Just uh, a giant man, baby. I, but it's a great scene. I guess it's answered later, but I, at first I was like, what? They meet in the sticks. I was like, he's coming back from something. I wonder what it was. But it's a mission to kill someone. Uh, Atlantic yeah. City. Yeah, yeah. Shit. It's like yeah, Atlantic yeah. City. Who cares? Yeah. It, it was something weird. Uh, so... Keanu goes to the airfield, and this is one of the only driving stunts they wouldn't let him even attempt. Well, my favorite thing is, like, that's just part of his day. Or maybe part of his coping. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got that. He dares himself to kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there, there's some fucking great driving in this. But where he doesn't drive into the truck, where all he has to do is hit the brakes. Yeah. They wouldn't let him do it. <laughs> yeah. It, what did they say? It was like 80 to 95% Keanu driving yeah. throughout this whole movie. Well, the, the hero shot where he kills Dean Winters is him. Keanu did, and they loved it because he did it so perfectly. The open window, the camera just slid through it. That's so cool. And that's how you could get one of the hero shots of the movie, which we will get to. Which they cut away from, which was bad editing. Yeah. Uh, I would just like to thank the filmmakers for not killing the dog on screen. Yes, oh, yeah. that's such a huge deal. Thank you so much. Oh, please, thank you, you for not movie. making me watch that. So they that. kill the dog. We have one rule in my father's house. Yes. We do not watch the movie if the dog dies. I know. And I saw this anyway, and they did everything they had to do to keep me from walking out, and I thank them for it. Yeah. Um, but how heartbreaking is it, that trail of blood? Implying oh, that, the dog died, that the dog died him to crawling die. to no, John that, that, Wick I to comfort that was him? him crawling to yeah. the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, no. He, he got knocked out in front of the steps. And then you see the dog's blood trail. The dog's blood trail. No, he crawled to. No, no, the dog. He's awake when he. No, no, no. The dog crawled to him. He didn't crawl to the dog. The dog died behind a sofa. Yeah. And then crawled to him. It's heartbreaking. Well, well, your sense of geography is all fucked up. It's very uh, clear. 100%. No, you are completely wrong. I have it on Amazon Prime. No, we have it linked up to the the player in the. We can can settle this right now. Literally, in my note, puppy blood trail. I don't care what's in your like, little moleskin notebook. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck you. I've seen this movie a billion fucking times, and it breaks my heart every goddamn time that this puppy, who was broken, used the last of its strength to pull itself to John Wick and yeah. lay beside yeah. him. Yeah. He knew him for a day. First Two up, days, man. Yes. The, the blood trail is not wide enough to be John Wick's. Yeah. It is puppy-sized. Listen, we're Second not debating off, it. It just walk, is puppy He walks play. down the two right. steps into his sunken living room, gets hit in the back of the head with the bat. They threaten him, shut up the dog. The dog gets punched by the couch. Mm-hmm. And then John Wick gets knocked out. Then he wakes up, and they, they it's framed very well where the steps, <sighs> the two steps that he walks down, it cuts the picture in half. Yeah. And then he's lying down in front of it, and then you see the blood trail, and then the dog had crawled to him. It's heartbreaking. This yeah. is so fucking sad. <laughs> And it is the end of the first act. Thank God. And what a, this, what an end. This this movie is like the most successful big mistake pitch. It, it right? 100%. Yes, 100%. Yeah. So the big thing is, so what happened? In this moment, the uh, Alfie Allen has murdered his dog. Stole Yosef, his car. And stolen his fucking awesome 1969. Is it a Shelby Mustang? Looks like a Shelby. And then we find out later, trashed his former wife's car. Yes. For putting the bat through it. Which is great because oh, yeah. John Wick has to pay, take the bus. But it's like he's sitting there and, and it's so good. That's great. Just, I love that. He's just, it's, it's the sound editing, it's everything coming together in one perfect image. As he cleans up the blood. Yeah. And then when he looks up, peaceful new john wick is dead yeah and mm-hmm. old john wick is back yeah and it, and it, that's one of the things i like about this movie is he's not he's flashy only because he's so much better than everyone around him but at the end of the day he's a blunt instrument it's like yeah. i need to go to aurelio's this car is trashed my other car is stolen i have to take the bus i need to there's well, no hesitation i like, no, like he, I can't believe he's it. going to aurelio's because a he'll get a car there but then also he's like the only place the only place someone could take my stolen car and make it legit is there. Which and probably made the Russian connection, too. Yeah. <laughs> which, speaking of, 
and the part of this part of my notes is called casting is everything. It's such a small role, yeah, but it's not a minor role. There's no, no, a difference no. between small and minor. It's kind of the crux of the because the getting someone like John Leguizamo thing. to do it is clutch because he gets everything across that we need to know about mm-hmm. John Wick before he headshots his first nameless mook. He understands that the kid's connected to scary people, but John Wick's scarier. The yeah. audience gets that. A gun to your forehead is scary. John Wick is scarier. Uh, the idea that John Wick might show up and is scarier than the Beretta to put between temple. your fucking forehead. Oh, he, you messed he up has, his dog. He has yeah, my favorite line job. in this entire movie, and it's, well, you know what he likes or doesn't like. I'll tell you something he's going to understand. And yeah. it's just like, he, like he's just like, fucking you little shit. You, I you don't know. You are so out of your depth. Yeah, you don't fucking get it. And that's why this that's is important. Amazing. I like how he asked him. Like he was kind of hoping he killed John Wick because he knows the shit story. Well, that was kind of that's why he asked if he you killed the guy. <laughs> no, fucked up his dog. Oh, you fucked up his dog. <laughs> uh, we leave this scene with two a two, sense of dread, but with two 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 knowledge, two points of knowledge. We know that murdering the entire Russian mafia is well within Wick's skill set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we know that he has something to be feared even when he shows up in his pajamas. Yeah. Well, the best thing is he by the time Wick shows up to talk to Aurelio, he's sent everyone he's home probably, so he's, no one else has yeah, to die. Yeah, he's like he probably has, he has it's, booze it's ready midday, for him. It's like maybe 2 p.m. He sent everyone in his garage home and he's at least 3 drinks deep. And he knows he can't <laughs> leave cuz if he leaves then his family will just die yeah, too. Yeah. He had to wait for John. Yeah. To co- he knew John was going to come. He did not want he yeah. did not want to have to make John come find him. No. Yeah, he just waited for him. <laughs> Because then at least it would be quick. Yeah. And he gets away with his life. But that's, that is, that is, that is the difference between a small role and a minor role. That is the importance of fucking casting. Yeah. He was great. He, he showed up on set for a day. I mean, like. And killed it. Like, Vigo spells it out. Yeah. What, what, what John Leguizamo does that's so great is he gets us already on Vigo's side. Like, I think another movie, a lesser movie, a not-as-good movie, would just skip to Vigo spelling everything out. Yeah. But we kind of like the idea that... There's a little bit of tension. That before Yosef even gets there, he doesn't know what he's into. Mm -hmm. As Vigo comes down the steps, Avi's like, they did everything you wanted, Vigo. Congratulations. Vigo's like, we're all dead. Yeah, Mm -hmm. do you get it? He's fucking dead. Well, the, the Leguizamo's... Well, this, this is uh, after his phone Aurelio's call Aurelio's conversation Aurelio. with him. The greatest one syllable He's like, well, he killed... He killed John I heard, dog and I stole I hear his you car. struck my son. son. Yeah. Why? Yes, sir, I did. May I ask why? Stole John Wick's car. Killed his dog. Oh. <laughs> Hang up. Click. That is the greatest syllable in movie he history. He immediately hangs up. He imme- like That's the best thing about... Vigo is immediately like... Are you fucking kidding me? Of everyone in the fucking world, <laughs> every single person. Fuck. Oh, that's great. <laughs> everyone just. <laughs> once again, yes, casting. <laughs> casting forever. Then Dennis Duffy shows <laughs> Because the yeah. movie. What, what, what happens is, is the movie changes. And between Aurelio's barely concealed fear, both in front of Yosef and John Wick, and Vigo's anger. It's like we're riding shotgun with the monster in a monster movie. Yeah. Like if anything else, it like the 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 most basic version, the regular version, the boring version of this movie is we're a bodyguard who has to yeah. guard Yosef yeah, yeah. from this big scary monster. Yeah. We're with the monster. We're with the baddest man alive. Yeah, it's terrifying. And um 
That's why I love it. I mean, it, it, that's it, why I love it almost the show. A monster movie, yeah. That's why I love the show Banshee. <laughs> they, 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 they write this movie like they write the show Banshee. Everyone is a fucking badass, and <laughs> yeah. that, and then you let them bounce show. off each other. <laughs> except John Wick is the most badass. So John Wick just is, has to deal with it. John Wick's name is Baba Yaga, the Baba boogeyman. Yaga. For those of you who are fans of Russian folklore, no, he's the man you send to kill the fucking boogeyman. Oh, uh, for those of you who are fans of Russian folklore, Baba Yaga is usually depicted as a witch, and she lives in a house that has chicken legs and runs around. Not as scary when this you lay it out that better. way. This, this version's better. I like the idea of him uh, as being immortal uh, with guns. Uh, a two-gun killing machine? Yeah. Um, so Wick's tattoo... Shadow of death. Uh, uh, Fortis Fortuna Adiovant. Fortune favors the bold. I assumed was a Russian thing, because, you know, Russians are all tatted yeah. up. The Russian gangster, their criminal code, uh, means that you have to have visible tattoos. You have to... If you're going to be a Russian gangster, if you're going to be a Russian criminal, a true criminal, part of their, crim- their thieves' guild... You can never work a square job, and you have to make yourself look in such a way that you would never get a square job. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like the Yakuza, they hide their tattoos where you can't see it in suits. The Russians want you to see it. I assume John Wick's tattoos were Russian, but the motto is actually the motto, the Fortune Favors the Bold, is the motto of the 3rd Battalion, 3rd Marine, stationed in his native Hawaii. That makes and, sense. And the, the producers, the writers, and the directors were like, that's that's our hint that why where his training came from. He's a fucking he's the greatest marine. The the military has spent a million dollars training this man to be a, very a tiny killer. Hint. Yeah. yeah. It's but, fine, but I, I, like I didn't need any. But that's what I love. I think I love that's a, a good thing to explain about this movie, which we'll get into even more shortly. Is <laughs> this movie creates <laughs> a rich world and rich background for his characters and how the world operates without explaining? Well, we haven't even gotten anything. To like the, the big. That's what I'm saying. But that, but world. this is what the this is what sets this movie apart from a lot of other. Mm-hmm action movies like they they create a rich dense world and you know what they don't do ever explain Explain it it. to you but you get it but you get how it works so like it takes about three-fourths of the way through the movie before you i think truly get Mm -hmm. the whole operation and like things that but you you it's a a great example of a movie that you you don't have to hold people's fucking hand you don't have to have that painful expositional dialogue to explain mm-hmm. what a fucking coin is, well, you what see, this hotel yeah. is, what the code of assassins are, who these people... Like, you just... You get it. It's like, you're fucking lit class. You learn words through context. Yeah. And, it, and, it's, and it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. That's what I think every person that reviewed this movie loved about it, whenever I saw it, is that it was refreshing in terms of... Your audience is intelligent. You don't have to be a genius to understand this movie, but because there's still mur- enough seen other action movies. Yeah. With a lot of other action movies, even the good ones, act like no one's seen an action movie they, before. They assume that you know the dialogue and the language of the visuals. Like that, that is what this movie does. It, well, it is literally a movie built for climax. Well, <laughs> the, the, the task of crew action sequence, and I have this specifically in my notes, is this movie acts as a response to action movie tropes. Mm-hmm. We see John carefully pick his moments to reload. Yeah. And we see how good he is at it. No one catches him reloading. No. Also because he... Well, one guy does, but he, he pays them. for it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, not only does he reload, not only do we see him reload Hong Kong, Yeah, but we see him carefully pick his moments. These guys are... Ga- well, the, the guys... The directors are... 
I mean, they talked about it. They're counting bullets. Yeah. They know where everyone is. Like, it is it is meticulous in the action. And it, and it means everything. He, he makes sure his people are dead. No one's shooting him in the back, because that's lazy. Fuck. No. This is the most efficient you've ever seen a killer on screen. All of his martial arts are quick. Not a lot of flash. <clears throat> and then we also get to find out... <clears throat> We also get to find out what happens to all the bodies. Are those Fritos hurting you? A little bit. <laughs> <clears throat> I swallowed a whole one. <laughs> I want to apologize for my passion. You get so excited over snacks. Yeah. I, I'm, eating, I'm eating Fritos and I'm talking about John Wick. I'm at it's Peak Matt. It's a good day. I am at Peak Matt. It's a damn good day. They're not even chili cheese Fritos, which I think would have really made it work. We have our first shootout of the movie. I think it, it, I will say this. Well, we're, is we're this skipping. Bold? Wait, go ahead. We're skipping over one of the best like resume reads-offs. Oh, I yeah, once yeah, watched yeah. him kill a guy with that pencil. Slam with a sledgehammer. Slam. With pencil. a fucking slam. Slam. Pencil. And then he walks by Avi and, and he does a... terrifying. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and he air kills yeah. Avi. Oh, yeah. He, goes, <laughs> he loves it. And then makes himself a drink. <laughs> he, as he beats the shit out of his son, he oh, won't yeah. let Dennis Duffy leave. Yeah, Dennis Duffy's like, it's Jesus, hilarious. Go, I'm gonna get out of here. No, you stay. You stay. <laughs> How awful is this? So he, he gives him a glass of vodka, I assume, to chug, and then gut punches him. <laughs> and then makes him, gut punches him to make he him throw up. He throws up on the floor and gives him a towel and tells him I to would clean respect, it up. I would respect icing if that was icing. <laughs> yes. If yes, a, I would. If after you do it, you yes. get punched in the yeah. stomach. God damn it. Let's start uh, doing it. That sequence is great. But yeah, they, they read off it. Do you have his resume read off? No, not I all I gave of him it. an impossible task. Yeah. That day. The bodies he buried were the foundation of what we have become. Yeah, so the, the whole idea, what they explain in this is that Wick used to work for Vigo. And not only did he used to work for Vigo, he performed such an impossible he, task. Like he killed off it, all it, the it, other it mafias, built right? This mafia power. It's literally house. legend. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I never. How long has he not been? I thought it was like five, five years. years. Okay, they said five years, right? It felt longer sometimes when they talk about him, but it, it's been like five years. John will come for you. Um, you can do nothing. Well, that's a. You, you will do nothing because you can do nothing. What do I do, Dad? <laughs> you will do nothing because you can do nothing. That's fucking great. Vigo, fucking Nyquist. Holy yeah, shit. <laughs> Every time he shows up, man. But, like, so we, we get this whole layout. He does the, like, it's it's a great exposition. It, it's great editing because while he's doing the exposition of who John Wick is to his son, John is sledgehammering his, his old basement life. floor his old life to dig up his guns and secret murder coin he tried <laughs> secret I mean it's a beautiful scene yeah he, he tried to bury what he was yeah then he but he to knew he needed it otherwise he wouldn't have kept it he destroyed the last vestiges of his old yeah. life he hammered it into pieces and then pulled out the old John but Wick. the whole thing is like if he if he was really giving up that life he wouldn't have that in that house in his right? house that's what I think is really important about him. Is like he he knew it was always delayed. Well, he's just practical. He That'd knew that it was always tonight. well. That, but that's the other. That's <laughs> yeah. his fighting style. He's practical. See, I'm just. He, he I'm, just knew that this. He I'm was going like, full metaphor. That's fine. I'm it's either a metaphor. It's edited as a metaphor. I got certainly a question for you. Do you think Helen knew about the life? No, no, I don't think she knew. I anything. think she did. I don't think she. I think knew she anything. knew. I think she knew he was damaged. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely. It. Yeah, but I, I mean, don't think she asked questions. Yeah, but I also think she just was like, "He's like, oh, I was in the Marine Corps." She's like, "Oh, that's where all the scars mm-hmm. came from." Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's your tattoos. Oh, that's, that's what, why you, that's why you don't like you. to talk about stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, why are you bearing coins and guns? But it's gorgeous. Stuff. <laughs> um, so Task of Crew. Yes. Is a response to action movie tropes. My favorite death in this movie is the dude lying face up on his counter that he reverses. Oh, God, yes. I love that kill. It's such a cool... I, okay, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. I think the first sequence in this movie is my favorite. I And I think that they made it my favorite because they needed <laughs> we to... We gotta do this oh, for Kyle. Well, I think they, they needed to establish just how efficient he is. And then... Okay, so the, the first, like, ten kills... Are max efficient. It seems like there's it's way him, more than it's twelve. It's him right? judoing. It's him fucking murdering people. Like everyone gets flipped or their gun knocked out of their hand, and everyone gets shot in the fucking head. <laughs> then you have that turnaround in those last three kills are super brutal. Well, I, like super brutal. Well, was, and, but the best thing about every sequence in this movie, and I think why I love this sequence in particular. Every sequence in this movie has something you've never seen before in an action film. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it's his very last murder. Yeah, it's the knife. Where the knife gets out. The greatest and knife I, kill in the And history. I That's can't my... believe that this isn't hasn't been used before, but he flips the knife around and then just starts, like, hammer fisting it. Hammer fisting yeah. it. And I've never seen that before. And I couldn't... Like, that's a thing you see in the theater. And you're like, no one's ever done that. And then you're like, wait. Why has no one ever done that? That makes so much fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, well, this is my second. All this is my runner-up for a uh, honorable mention henchman because he lasts the longest. He but, did. Damn, he fucking gets Fuck, it though. Yeah, yeah, like he gets well, it. I mean, except I, for Wick, real. I mean, Wick yeah, has well, to fucking try, man. But like, well, it, no, I don't. I don't know. I think he just had to do something the guy never seen before. But what I love about this sequence is it establishes you're not going to outshoot him. Hell no. And if you don't, if he doesn't have a gun. You're not gonna outfight him. No, and it's just it's just brutal efficiency. It it, it yeah, it's so good. Well, it's brutal efficiency. Oh god, and that uh, also just some fucking directing flair. <laughs> that shot through the wall where he bends down and yeah, like puts two oh, through god, the wall yeah. to murder that guy. That looks so fucking cool. Oh, that is a hundred. That's no. just like that is a stunt coordinator turned fucking like. Turn director, that's his cream no, dream. No, that, no, that's like. Ten, why don't he just like shoot me? low and shoot him through the wall? Ten I, seconds before that, awesome. Ten seconds before that, where he flying Kimura's one guy mm-hmm. shoots the dude through the bookcase, uh, and, then and then comes back to shoot the guy. Yes, Kimura. Oh, that's that's and he just rolls up into that. Once that's again. throughout this entire movie. So many times, like he you, disables you with judo. Or jujitsu takes and care of your take, best friend. Yes, yeah. and then comes and back then comes and he's like, you. "Did you think that I was just gonna break no, you're you? Mm. No, I'm gonna shoot you in the head too because you'll mm. do stuff. I'm not just gonna break you. Listen, everyone's dead. It's a great. Move I'm not just gonna break your arm. I'm gonna break your arm and then your other arm and then I'm gonna shoot you in the head. And God the chest, forbid. And then the head. God forbid that you could shoot with your feet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like just in case. He always assumes what I think I love about John. He always assumes he's going against the best. Yeah, which means no one can live. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's awesome. He can't have someone know what he's about. Yeah. and train for that. No, they just got to go. He'll never be surprised because he just assumes he's always going against the best people. That's a which good is point. why no one every can... single time in this movie. Another thing I love, <laughs> they set up a bunch of dudes. <laughs> That you think will be like mini bosses for him, you know what I mean? Like Beardsley, Beardsley from strong Equalizer, guy, strong guy. Lot and, and, you're, and you're like, wow, these guys are gonna give him a. Th- this is the moment in an action movie where they go blow to blow for him with him for like 
20 seconds. No, he immediately dispatches mm-hmm. them. Every fucking time. There's one man in this whole movie that gives him that any trouble. Who, sh- who should? His yeah. future war. Future war is the only man that gives him trouble. And dinosaurs. But there are multiple dudes that pop up that you feel like the filmmakers intention- are intentionally setting them up to be fucking badasses. Yeah. And, but, and they are, but just to illustrate how much better John Wick is. But it's when you think about it. It's when you think about it. It's like if you come at John Wick in a Speedo, you're going to die. Yeah. And, and he was so it, much bigger it, it, than him. Your you, muscle doesn't yeah. stop bullets. Yeah. And you should have spent more time fighting than waxing your stash. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck. Um, in this first fight, I was like, why are they wearing masks? Like, because the, they'll kill the whole family. But also, I think it's just so they could reuse stuff. Yeah, they had to recycle <laughs> stuff. Oh, no, well, that's also true. <laughs> yeah, he. I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Uh, the Tasca crew and the Red Circle nightclub is a lot, a lot of, of the, the same, same guys. <laughs> I would imagine so. Yeah, that that's definitely true. That's very funny. And then and then we meet Jimmy, the police officer, who also adds a lot to the legend. of Oh, John Wick. it's so good. The the police are even mm-hmm. just like, oh, John, not you back that. working again. Just no. working some stuff out. Just working some stuff. Okay. See, is- like the police know who he is. They One know his house. This guy. Just let it let it be done. Noise complaint, Jimmy. Noise complaint, John. Mm-hmm. I love God, everyone he meets from sequence. his former life. Well, that's the thing. Him, this first you know? sequence establishes a lot of things. It, it establishes his ruthless efficiency. It establishes his even more of his legend, <laughs> and then when they bring in the cleaners and they use the, the coins, the and coins. he uses the, the coins, the entire world blows yeah, up. Yeah, when, it, when he's like, "I need to make a reservation for Dinner twelve reservation people for twelve, and this then is Wick. Wick? Yes, yeah. John, John Wick. Wick. Yeah, and then they and then they show up, clean it up, and he gives them twelve coins. You're like. Fuck! Okay. Our, they, they have an assassin currency, and they never explain it. Mm-hmm. It, it just is like they, the only thing that you learn is that the coins are everything. Yeah, they are. They are. Our if you earn a coin, you, from you earned a fucking up. coin. Yeah. yeah. So we're driving into the city, going to the Continental. Vigo goes and talks to Marcus about killing his protege. <laughs> How does everyone feel about this Marilyn Manson song? It's the shake your tail feather of this movie. It is. Uh, I'm not a fan. It's appropriate. Oh, I like it's it. appropriate for what it is. Um, it's not. It's not a good song. I, I <laughs> think I, mean, I would have liked it better if they didn't it, do it twice. They definitely described it as a get yeah. in the behind the scenes, which I mean, it's if I Hanson, didn't yeah. have a huge budget, mm-hmm. I'd be pumped to get anyone with a name song. But it's a. Uh, it it's only the song is bad. I it is only related because it says guns in it. We're killing strangers. That's it. Uh, so yeah, and they use it twice, which I'm not into. And thankfully, um, they didn't use it at the end or three. Which no, I no, no. Kind of thought until the uh, last but three. Yeah, watch. the we got gun song. <sighs> Whatever. Whatever. Keep the beat. The beat's awesome. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was fine. It works for what it is. It, it's not my favorite song. The the fact that you're right. The fact that you use it twice makes it super bad. But it makes uh, it very obvious it was a get. Yeah, in general, it, it's not. It's not a great song. Also, it feels more like it's Marcus's theme song, and not John's. Yeah, yeah, it right. does. It, yes, it yes. comes up they both times with both him. times yeah. with him. Good point. Yeah, it feels like Shit. you should have gotten John a theme song. But at least they knew that it was bad enough for it to not Killing be John's theme song. Killing my strangers. 
We're killing strangers. So they don't kill the ones you love? They're already dead. Oh, shit. Just don't listen to that part. Oh, balls. Also, well, that's why it couldn't be also John. Also, you know Vigo. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it couldn't be John's song. Cause also, I love, I love the uh, juicing characterization. He hands it to Vigo and he just like... Sniffs it and then puts it down. Well, that was the best. Uh, that was another Willem Dafoe dem- demanded. He just said that in this scene, his his they. I think I'm a juicer. Yeah, they they were like, "Hey, Willem, what do you think your character would be doing in this scene?" He was like, "I think he's juicing. I think he's an old man. And he's trying to keep up with everyone else, and he's all about health. He wants and he'd be ju- and he'd be juicing, be and he'd be juicing. I think he'd grind up carrots. Yeah." <laughs> Uh, which I think is great. That's an elder actor bringing like Something a dumb, <laughs> like but a dumb perfect, thing he does, but a perfect thing to it. Yeah, it is a dumb. It's clearly a dumb thing that Willem Dafoe does. But yeah, he, okay. he saw that. In <laughs> I want to juice. Have you juiced before? No. Nope. Someone teach me. So I realized I'd probably wear more suits if I look like John Wick and got to festoon myself with guns and knives. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think I think my next suit I'm going to buy. I'm just going to buy a shoulder holster. Not put anything in it. Maybe put like a candy bar in it, but just have the shoulder holster. It's very practical for a lot of things. You can have a power bar there. You can have a cell phone. Yeah. My so many things. You can always look there if you want to put my McChicken. (laughs) I put my spicy McChicken there. This is where I keep my quesarito. <laughs> oh, I love quesaritos. <laughs> I know you do. Ah, so good. So John checks into the hotel. I wish I'd never had one. We met Miss Perkins. We met Sharon the doorman. He changes, and then he goes to the su- secret bar. Here's how exclusive the secret bar is that he goes to. It's in a basement of a hotel that only assassins can stay in. Yes. And the price of admission is a human life. It's a yeah, gold coin to get in. It's a gold coin. Are they assuming? Are we assuming? I, they never really say. Are I, we assuming that it's a it's a coin per life? It makes I, I don't sense. know. They never say makes that. Sense. That makes sense to me. But I I I I, I mean I, I assumed I, uh, depending on the task. I was wondering if there's different denominations. Be, I was like, that seems awfully expensive. I don't know if it's a club. life per coin. That makes sense to me if you were to keep it simple. But uh, I, I also you get the coin back. That. Yeah, like, I don't like, know. Like in like in like ghetto supermarkets where you put the cor- you yeah, put the yeah, quarter yeah. in the thing yeah. you get the cart yeah and you only get oh, it back maybe. when you put the cart back yeah maybe that would make sense to me because a coin seems like a lot of entry <laughs> but i mean it is a fancy club so i suppose and you John, only want killers and john's, there. and john's killing 90 dudes a, uh, a mission yeah mm-hmm. yeah i don't know uh it doesn't matter that bar is amazing you meet ian mcshane who runs <laughs> the continental the continental hotel which is an assassin hotel and he calls john wick jonathan Yes, which <laughs> no should sense. be murderable, but you can't kill Ian McShane. Bridget Regan's there waiting to serve you your usual oh, she's on the so house. Hot. Uh, I would take a, I would take a human. What life was to his get usual? Are we assuming that it was? I assume it was bourbon. It, so we're assuming that it was Blanton's, which is what he has later, probably. I've later. Gotten a no, lot it was. Of, it was the, served uh, in a brandy glass, yeah. though. But I've gotten a lot. I of, thought it was brandy. I've gotten a lot of very good bourbon and uh, beer. And the pussiest fucking vessel. I know, but that seems like the type of place that serves it properly. That was a brandy glass, right? It's probably an old fashioned. Yeah, I don't know why. It, yeah, it was not an old fashioned. It was. It was a straight. It was something straight. When I went, it was in a brandy. Glass. When I went on the bourbon trail, yeah, I got a lot of fucking snifter. stems. I got a lot All of right, fucking. Maybe, maybe it was Blanton's. I, I, the fact that Blanton shows up later that that makes sense to me. It it's, also it's makes sense that the Continental bourbon. would know what john wick likes so they would send up his favorite booze 
obviously. Mm-hmm. Fun uh, fact, if you own a bar and I show up and you're listening to this, <laughs> please don't give me anything with a stem. Just give me a pint glass. It's the perfect vessel for liquid. Or, I mean, a highball. If you're going to order something straight, do it in a highball. Right, well, just don't give me these. a stem. Yeah, yeah a stem always makes you look... Or a jar. Yeah, a stem jar. always looks pussy. Though, they make, like, you know, some beers are meant to be served in stems. Just give me the tiny pint glass. You ever seen the tiny pint glass? The smaller ones? That's it. That's fine. Or I don't care how strong your beer is. Fill the pint glass. Fill the goddamn thing. I'll <laughs> drink you. a 10%. Suck my dick. You're, make, you're making a beer. Off. If you wanted to be fancy, oh. you should have made wine. Mm-hmm. Also, the I am upset. There are a lot of craft breweries. There are fuck you. There are a lot of amazing IPAs that I would prefer just served in them. I want a whole pint when I order it. I want a whole pint. I don't care if it's served like yeah. I'm not or the largest glass you have. Yeah, or a liter or a boot. Oh, I was feeling. I'm not Samuel Adams, where I'm like, oh, serve it in the right glass, or it won't taste right. Fuck you. Fuck you. I your beer should taste glass. good. Period. Yeah, yes. I shouldn't have to have a magic out of a bottle, glass out of a bottle, out of a can, out of a pint glass. I don't give a shit. Does it taste good? Should taste good. I, I always know I've had, I've just had too much to drink when I walk up to the bar and I tell the bartender, what do I have to say to get something in a pint glass? Because I'm, I'm drunk Cause enough to be that. a dick. Or just, give that to me. or just say, in a pint glass, please. Or, or just order That's whatever you want. And they'd be like, in a pint glass. That's my gin and tonic move. I know. I know it is. It's terrifying. <laughs> well, also, people think I'm just drinking water. Gin and tonic Matt is... Yeah, Matt gets drunk secretly. Gin, thinks gin, he's Zeus. Gin Matt is the greatest Matt. <laughs> he's very loud. Yeah. He is way louder than Kyle. Yeah. That is for sure. <laughs> that is impressive. He is fearless. Which I appreciate. What's the drunk name for Matt? I, I'm try, I have one I'm trying to get started, but yeah. I don't want to that, say that's it on your air. That's fight one. Because that feels... So the, was it the big show? No. Main event? The main yeah. event. Yeah, that's what it was. That's your fight one. Right? Yeah. The main event. Okay. It's also, yeah. it's also yeah. Jen Matt. Yeah. He's not to be trusted. Main event is good. No, of course not. He's not to be trusted. He'll take your wallet. He will try Nail to take Storm. your girlfriend. I don't know. That's okay. <laughs> All right, let's continue. The Red Circle. Uh, when they shot the fight club scene, except for the basement, the basement was shot separately. Reeves did it with a 104 fever. What? That's insane. 104 is you You are actually That's as like close lethal. to death. Your organs might start be. cooking. Yeah. It's not good. 104 is you're very ill. Yeah. And he's you're just very ill. And he's just up there shooting and jitsing. Is that what skinny yeah. people could do? They so could... The, whole, the whole second half of that fight. As soon as top, he goes upstairs. He is. He should be throwing up. He's or, on the verge of death and not because Future War stabbed him with a broken bottle. No. <laughs> and threw him, threw it's him his off regular body. Which, um, uh, take the night off. But how good is that? It, yeah, first of all, I want to go to this club. I'll say that. pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> dancing upstairs, bass downstairs. Yeah. I think I'm in the minority, and that's fine. But personally, I feel the Continentals basement is cooler than oh probably yeah yeah probably. Oh, that, that's where I, I just like the idea of there being like uh i can go get drunk in an underground sauna K-Town. i like that a lot yeah well if that's real i would like to go yeah, to there that's Not real good. shit a little climax bath yeah that's our problem all three of us <laughs> i also has one of my favorite moments once again alfie Alfie is such a little bitch. Here in the dank basement. You future, of the boogeyman? Future War steals well, he, his bottle of champagne. He's bottle. like, I want another bottle! I want another bottle! Well, in Russian, he says to Future, he's like, hey, come drink with his brother. And he's like, no, I can't drink because I'm babysitting a little boy. Yeah. Like, Are you afraid of the fucking boogeyman? Yeah. And so should you. <laughs> Takes his bottle. 
And then Alvi picks on the only person he can. He sounds the most theonist from Game of Thrones. Rapper. <laughs> Rapper Russian. Mm-hmm. Go give me another fucking bottle! It's amazing. What is the bottle? I laughed so hard in the theater when he said that. I was like, damn, that's good. So then John Wick shows up and knifes everybody. Yes. And... The bald guy, who you thought would be a mini-boss, knifed under the chin. It is the most... It is the most gangster thing I've ever seen. Where he... He he has the gun on Alfie. Oh yeah, the sight and looks at him. Oh yeah, and then he, not oh, not taking his eyes off Alfie, puts the gun to the other guy's head that he's he's mounting, murders him, shoots him in the face while looking Alfie in the eye, in the dead in the eyes. That's that's so one of good. my favorite things in the world. Uh, and then he gets up. He's encountered by giant weight power lifter mm-hmm. who gets immediately murdered. In the Another guy that you think will be a mini boss. <laughs> nope, takes three shots. Done. How do you guys feel about the song used in this? Oh, it's great. I love this song. It is... uh, The soundtrack, except for the guns, are super good. I think it's called Night. This is good. Well, it's the type of thing... It's relaxing, which is great, juxtaposed with the action. But it's it's also also got that hard... Yeah. But it also makes sense in the setting. Some of the gunshots are cut to it. Yeah, it's it's perfect. Yeah. Oh, wait. Before when he kills uh, Daredevil's giant baby man's best friend, yeah. he's like, okay, I'm going to drown this guy. And then he I got places to be. Yeah, snaps his neck. <laughs> Crack. Just kidding. <laughs> well, at first I was like, oh, did he drown him really fast? Because okay, this past time I was like, oh, he drowns this guy. Wait, hold on. Does he drown the, does this guy drown really fast? And then he goes, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, no, he breaks his neck. My bad. I actually want to get to the pool. Bro. Yeah, I got to oh, go this, there. This That's movie, our Nick Cage. Uh, it's not Keanu. Uh, it's all the same. <laughs> no, it's not. This movie does what I love when they actually try to... When they actually try with the subtitles. Like, they bring it on up higher in the screen. I love that, too. That's and a huge deal. Like I, love I love that. Anything with, like, a stylized... Like, uh, there are a couple of movies that do texting really cool and stuff like that. Sherlock. Like, yeah, the best thing Sherlock is, like, TV this does it, it... It's not distracting... It, it's just a it, subtitles are boring. Well, the subtitles thi- are boring in general. If you can do anything to make them more interesting, like whether like have a body move and wipe them, mm-hmm. or being in a different font, or they show up on different places on the screen, like that is super helpful. Well, I mean, the biggest thing is like if, yeah. as long as you're not a foreign film where you're constantly being subtitled, no, 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 that no, no, would the, be annoying. The, the important thing like, is the, the the biggest thing is is they frame the scenes with the captions in mind. Like yeah. every time it shows up. I think the guy's just off center, so then the captions can fill in. Or there's the space between them, so Baba Yaga shows up in between the two people saying Baba Yaga. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, why yeah. it's important. Is it's Not only is it stylized, but it's the same thing it's they did helpful. in Sherlock, where everyone is where they need to be, and the camera's set up where it needs to be to account for the captions, <laughs> which I like. Which uh, I like a lot. So he goes upstairs and starts murking everybody. Kicks uh, in the nuts, drowns him in the sink, snaps his neck. <laughs> The guy trying to uncollapse his own trachea while John casually reloads is perhaps the worst death. <laughs> so, it is. That guy? Is that the poor sap award? I think it is. It is the poor sap award. It, it has to be. It's, it's either like, him or the guy who gets shot in the it, foot. And then when he leans yeah, yeah, forward yeah. in pain, gets yeah. shot in the face. No, this is my favorite moment. Also, this is... It, it's my favorite movie be, moment of the movie because it's A, super cool. B, once again, it makes it super clear that the guys directing this are all about action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. How, how much of their work that has never been obscured happens. by a shitty director yeah. or a terrible DP who's yeah. got the camera too close or mm-hmm. who wants to cut it? Yeah. And they, they show the whole thing. God 
damn it, this is a cool moment. <laughs> and he's so, and it, it's just another moment that illustrates how fucking cool John Wick is. Like, th- this, <laughs> he's fighting an entire club full of people, fucking not worried. <laughs> just so Off not worried. If anything, he's so not worried. If anything, he's annoyed at yeah, the number of people. He's annoyed at all of the, he's like, just let me get to the guy. Can I get to the one guy? Can I get to Future War? Yeah, I like that. Just let me get like, to Future War. He shot the dude he was mounting to while looking at Alfie because mm-hmm. he wanted him last. But then recognized yeah. as soon as he's getting away, he's like, oh shit, I got to do this yeah. now or else I won't find yeah, him. He does actively make the choice to make mm-hmm. Alfie last, basically, which is great. But that shooting the guy and then running out of bullets, reloading in front of his face. I mean, he punches him, him in the fucking throat. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy's panicking because a grown man punched him <laughs> in the throat. Yeah. The, the best thing in the world is he's like, he, he, he was like, I'm out of bullets. Throat punch because I know that no, will no, no, buy no. you I'm, enough no, no. time. Wasn't it, Isn't that a throat wasn't punch? Wasn't it throat punch? Click. Oh, I can't it. remember. Gotta get the clip. Sorry, I thought it was throat punch because I knew I was out of ammo. No, I think the guy came around the corner and well, he fucking judo punch. chops his neck. Yeah. And then when the guy leans back, he click. God. Oh fuck! Oh god damn it! Once again, his ruthless efficiency is throughout this whole movie. I mean, okay, so, the, so my next note is is fancy stash. Who almost went the distance with Denzel and Equalizer? Yeah, he, real fucking quick. He here. gets yeah, yeah. He's another he guy that's set up as a mini boss. The guy so, with the beard. He gets beard pulled down, yanked yeah. to a table, fucking gun to temple. Boom, done. So, In two seconds. So this guy's my new favorite henchman. I looked him up. Uh, or it, I wanted to know his he name, but great. you can't like find it. Thanks to a YouTube comment, I found out his name. Mm-hmm. It's um shit. Where is it? <laughs> Okay, I lied. <laughs> no, it's I Tate, don't have- Tate Fletcher. Well, that guy is fucking great. Okay, he was actually in season three of Ultimate Fighter. Fuck. Whoa, really? Yeah. That's interesting. He's in Two Guns and A Million Ways to Die in the West, which I saw when I was home last, which just sucks. Your parents made yeah. you watch it. Yeah, right? my dad wouldn't have yeah, seen it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, he's in Lockdown my dad's and The Last Stand Ted. and Breaking Bad. I really like Lockdown. <laughs> Lockdown's... For God, uh, it's, it's better. He fought at light boy. heavyweight under Team Shamrock. Oh, okay. So two hundred five. Uh, right. He retired from mixed martial arts in two thousand eight, and I guess he's been doing. Stunts. He looks great. Yeah, he's a stunt he guy. looks like a guy that should be going blow to blow with Wick. Well, there's and, another. And he, instead, they shot. He's him got in the a head. part in all my movies. So. Well, there's another dude in here who's uh, a more famous uh, MMA fighter, uh, the Dean of Mean, Keith Jardine. I remember that guy. I can't find him, but he's listed in the credits. I, I have no I, idea I where I he is. I don't know if he <laughs> shaved his terrible beard goatee thing. He must have. Uh, but I can't find him. But he's he's another one in here. Um, mm. But That's like, so John fights Future War, Kirill. And once again, none of martial arts is fancy. It's, it's basically all karate. It's yeah. straight punches and kicks and side kicks. It's so you learn to murder someone as quickly as possible. And then a fireman's carry, which is day one of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's this just. my honorable mention, mention henchman. Because he, la- he actually lived. He's not even a henchman. Yeah, man. I guess he's king he's henchman. Named, yeah, king henchman. Since he's named, it may not count. But yeah, I don't know. He's king henchman. If, if I think yeah. if I think henchman, it's a dude who doesn't have a name and is dressed like everybody else. It's Beard. <laughs> it's Beardsley. No, Beardsley is the closest. My, to henchman. Mine is the one who catches him. And lets everyone know uh, he's there in the bath. What a good! That's because that guy lasts a pretty long time. That's too. one of my oh, yeah, good thrown examples. Through the towel, right? yeah. That's one of my good examples that I was going to have up top of John getting the drop 
on him, like having the drop yeah, put on him a couple times. In, but like that guy, like he snuck in, sneaky. he was doing it, and then it was like, fuck this, this no one, this no one is the guy that fucking ruins. And his he's not going to stop perfect me. assassination. And he's not going to stop me, but no, he's but keep it was like me from doing what I want. Yeah, it could have been a clean because yeah. he, he would have stealth killed everyone in the bathhouse and then left, and then left. But like this guy fucked it up. This regular <laughs> dude, shit. So, so John good. gets thrown off the second floor. Lands which on is his a gun. great looking stunt. Mm-hmm. Lands on his gun, which has got to be worse than landing on your keys. That's <laughs> all I could think. But he pulls it out it's like right it's not kidneys. a problem. Yeah. yeah. He pulls it out like it's not a problem. <laughs> Clearly going to piss blood for the next month. Yeah. His, backup, got his backup gun is a Glock 26, which you can <sighs> also use by gun. Willem Dafoe and Boondock Saints, Gabriel Union, Bad Boys 2, and Gazelle and Kingsman. Every single gun in here is amazing. His main gun is a Heckler and Koch uh, P30L with custom compensator. Uh, the Chinese lady Maggie in Expendables 2 uses it. Hawkeye uses it at the beginning of Avengers. Dolphin Expendables 3 and Jack Bauer in 24 live another day. That's a good gun. Huh. We're doing guns this one. season. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> to guns. Because Matt is obsessed with <laughs> random the fucking gun the firearms database. database. The firearms database. Well, with guns. I yeah. honestly want to know the... the, the well, I guess we'll get to it. The church scene and the that other goddamn gun. shotgun. Yeah, the, that's the what Caltech KSG shotgun. Before I saw this movie, years before I saw this movie, my dad sent me a YouTube of, of someone a, shooting of that? a dude firing it. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, I'm trying to get one. Fuck! <laughs> Did he get one? I don't know. No. <sighs> uh, for those of you who don't know, my father's a physician. <laughs> he's a doctor. We have a lot of guns. <laughs> he's uh, a physician, but he's also a surgeon with guns. Okay, so Ooh, he goes back to the Continental to get sewed up and drink. Blanton's bourbon. I love that so much. There is the doctor in. Do you need anything for the pain? There's a doctor at all times. Do you need something for the pain? Might I suggest a drink? So they're they're gonna send him fancy bourbon and a doctor to his room to stitch him up. Would you like something for the pain, sir? What are you thinking? May I suggest bourbon? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds and then good. they sent him. They sent him the ninety dollar bottle. Yeah, a fucking Blanton's. Uh, Blanton's yeah. is twenty dollars cheaper in Indiana. Wow! Off the chain. Well, that makes sense. It's it's. it's it actually makes sense because it's right by Kintip. It's so good. Kintip. It's very good. Blanton's is so good. It looks like a hand grenade. If you guys find a bottle of bourbon that looks like a hand grenade with and, a cork shaped like a horse, and there are eight, I learned that there are eight different horses. So you oh like, really? You string There's them together, and it's like a silhouette of a race. Oh, Fuck wow, that's off, Blanton's. That's yeah. actually really cool. Hey, Blanton, sponsor this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So now, so now I have to drink all of them. That. I have to keep buying oh, them man. and drinking them to collect all eight horses. I don't know who's who's who, who's going to sponsor our podcast. It's going to be Blanton's. It's going to be Bullet. It's going to be Evan it Williams. Does. Honestly, it needs to be a bourbon. I'll drink all kind. those. <laughs> I mean, we need a booze sponsor so we don't have to keep changing drinks. Or Val's Botanical. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. Mm. Dude. Okay, listen. If you want to sponsor Climax, you either need to make booze or potato chips. <laughs> You could also be Totino's. <laughs> Are you Totino's or pizza? What's up? I'll do pizza. Do pizza hut. A, do you make a roll of some kind? Do a pizza hut. Do do stuff crust. Do the do the climax action master pizza. Uh, I'll eat all your. <laughs> the crust is with bacon. Hot dogs in it. It's but real bacon. It's like the meat lovers. Pizza hot dogs. It's like the meat lovers, but the pizza spell the meat in the pizza spells fuck. Oh, I want the crust in the middle. <laughs> I want each slice to have three sides of crust. Hollywood pies. 
Oh, stop. <laughs> because there's that. so many layers. If they there's so it, many layers to our podcast. If they, if, first of all, I don't think they do that sort of stuff. But if they did, this would be the show. <laughs> and would I would eat show. a goddamn Hollywood pie deep dish every fucking time. Or or a craft brewery that doesn't only make IPAs. Welcome to Climax, so, sponsored Gold by Rose. Korean Barbecue. <laughs> Welcome to Climax, sponsored by Golden Road Brewery. <laughs> Climax, sponsored by... Cheetos. <laughs> Cheetos. Dangerously cheesy. <laughs> Dangerously cheesy. Where the fuck are we? <laughs> uh, Climax. Sponsored by Jimmy Buffett's <laughs> Margarita Mix. What's the sponsor? Jimmy by- Buffett. He won't lo- leave his margaritas behind in Jurassic World. Climax. Sponsored by the Olive Garden. Olive Garden and Climax. Here, your family. Well, first of all, it would be Fazoli's. <laughs> Climax. <laughs> Don't be an idiot. Climax. We're not fancy. By- we're not fancy enough for Olive yeah. Garden, but Fazoli's. Fazoli's oh, yeah. got. I'm us. all about Fazoli's endless. Basket girl, you better show up. <laughs> Climax, sponsored by Papa John's. Climax, we're one step away from Peyton Manning. <laughs> Climax, we're just shooting garlic sauce. <laughs> Climax, sponsored by Riverbend Dental Group. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know what you said. I'm assuming your mom works. River Bend Dental Group. If you can get Maybe us some nitrous should. that we can huff before oh. the show. <laughs> Climax sponsored by Nitrous Tanks. <laughs> We're very funny on nitrous. <laughs> Climax sponsored by Ketamine. It's not just for horses anymore. Nope, not anymore. <laughs> But please sponsor us. <laughs> Honestly, can ketamine? I mean, Honestly, I, I, we I, need I, to. We need. I don't to be have to do drugs. Explosive magic but, but I will. Like if I'm sponsored by a company that makes ketamine, probably doing it. Probably gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is this is this is just us courting sponsored shows, but from uh, corporate entities. Yeah, that's fine. I'll start sending this out. <laughs> Nick, edit this part. We'll, we'll send it out. <laughs> Just let them know how good we sound. Let them know. Let them know how we sound. Wouldn't Climax, sponsored by Colt Firearms. Uh, when it needs to fucking die, Colt or the booze. Colt forty five booze is also good. Oh, uh, we get Lando. Ooh, what about Steel Reserve? <laughs> no, we should, do, we should do an Edwards Forty Hands show. <laughs> what would that show? Old be? English? I don't know. Uh, Probably loud because uh, I couldn't. Would be a good forties. Would we do a black exploitation? <laughs> I would do. Coffee is my Hammer? favorite black exploitation. It feels like if we ever did a re- redo of Bad Boys or Bad Boys Two. Yeah, maybe we do that. We'd coffee, do- coffee. Would we ever do coffee? Black Dynamite. Ooh, Black Dynamite is like parody though. I know that's along the lines of a MacGruber, which or a we hot should fuzz. do a MacGruber or Hot Fuzz is first in line, obviously. Oh yeah, I don't know. A obviously. MacGruber. Yeah, that's true though. MacGruber. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> You're crazy, you are loco. (laughs) Fuck that movie. Anyway, you and your jokes. They're fun to say. They're fun to listen to. So I'll keep saying them. I'll keep listening. I'll keep listening. Is that fucking Triple H? (laughs) No, it's Chris Jericho. Oh, sorry, it's Jericho. My bad. It doesn't matter. A lot of wrestlers show up in that movie. Where are we? What movie are we? Honestly, though, we need to take a break because I don't know where we are. And we're back. Uh, As it turns out, listeners, uh, vodka slushies were a bad idea. Nope. Best idea ever. Wait, why? (laughs) Because we can't stay focused. Well, well, there's a lot of talk about Apparently, Kyle (laughs) inherited my small bladder and has to piss every 40 seconds. Oh, no. That's also true. (laughs) 
Once I break, listen, I can hold out breaking the seal for a long time, normally if I'm trying to, but once I do it, fuck, dude, it's a, it's a disaster. I'm I pissing no all the time. Unfiltered. I'm pissing everywhere. I'm pissing my pants, pissing in the room. <laughs> I haven't pissed in the room yet. I'm sure you haven't. It's going to happen. So that's okay. where your obsession with... I'm pissing pissed. that blender. <laughs> Was this why you were so into diapers last season? No. Well, I've been super into diapers for a while. <laughs> into diaper play? It's kind of my thing. <laughs> okay, let's see if we can get this train back on the tracks. I'm going to see if I can't wrestle this train back on the tracks. So the doctor The doctor sews him up. Yeah. He, he, he offers John Wick pain medication. John Wick prefers to self-medicate. Yes, with bourbon. Lands bourbon. Goes to sleep. He has to fight Adriana Palicki. Who has been paid an obscene amount of money to, to break the rules of the Continental, which is important. But this is there al- is no killing on the Continental grounds. This is also where you learn that uh, uh, Defoe is on Wick's side. Yeah, you you also think Defoe has been shadowing, casing John Wick, casing John Wick to murder him, but he in fact is helping him. Though I don't think it's super clear in this scene. Because it looks like he takes a shot at him and just misses. But it, after it, later on in the movie, you're like, okay, clearly that was clearly that was a warning shot. I don't know. So if this dude it. is friends with John Wick. I just don't mm-hmm. see him missing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for me, that was kind of the giveaway. Yeah. So we have yeah, this yeah. great we have this great hand to hand scene. It's basically judo versus jujitsu. Oh, she's yeah. a fucking scrapper. She's oh, she's like great. No, his it was awesome. She she hits the wound. She tries to hit. Oh, the hitting the wound is. She's like sprawling. Like She's sprawling. Pro. She tr- she gets side control twice and throws some knees into him. She tries to hit a standing Kimura and a crucifix. But once again, as, as we all know from Banshee season one, episode three, a lot of times MMA doesn't work nope. in a world with no rules. No, it doesn't. Um, I love her like whole thing of like holding her jacket in her mouth to like. That's use a, a move. Char- I, yeah. I love that. That's great. That's good shit. And then she looks so good hurting yeah, people. If, if, mm-hmm. if, if when Ronda Rousey starts starring in action movies and she needs a nemesis, mm-hmm. let's get Palicki. Let's keep her on the speed dial. She looks good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put her up against Carano. Carano looks terrible on film. I don't know. Her <laughs> fight scene with Michelle Rodriguez looked good. That looked good. I'm only worried because what movie is she popping in up, up in next? Deadpool. Deadpool. Worried. Yeah, she has to talk, and she's with one of the better, better talkers. Yeah, that's not good. I don't know. Her haywire fight scenes were good. When she fucked up Fastbender in the hotel room, Yeah, it was just the dinner before was terrible. The way to sit yeah, there. I'd rather see Pooh. Oh, yeah, haywire was awful. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, let's be honest, though, in terms of uh, her and Rousey have both had fight scenes against Michelle Rodriguez. True. Uh, you know, one of those looked amazing. <laughs> One of them had them looking the hottest both of them have ever looked ever, and mm-hmm. still beating the shit out of each other. I don't know. I, I I love the I love that fight scene between Carano and Michelle Rodriguez. It's a good one. I love. I was about to say we'll way. cover it when we get to Fast Five Six. But we already dedicated we seven did hours. It. Eight hours. We already did it. <laughs> we dedicated a day's worth of work to it. <laughs> a weekend's. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I love uh, how Wick disposes of her. Oh rat, yeah, rat, he wraps flipped, her head in a. He wraps sheet. her head around and just beats, just beats her in the face, and then throws her through a glass thing mm-hmm. in the hotel room. I guess. Oh, it's great. <laughs> and then another wire alumni shows up, Clark Peters, to keep care. Oh of her. shit! Yeah. Do I yeah. know you? I'm thinking so. Mm-hmm. Oh hey John. Oh hey, hey Harry. <laughs> hey Harry. 
mind I doing think that. Harry gets my poor sap. You mind doing a babysitter job? Yeah, Harry gets, release? Harry gets the poor sap award. Mm-hmm. He should have He does. That is, that is a poor sap award. <laughs> I was thinking this. When, <clears throat> he, he seems like a guy that should have known better, period, probably. When, when you tie people up with their hands behind their back, why do you have to have the chair facing them? Like, well, it, no, here's the other you thing. Just if I'm handcuffing someone, especially <clears throat> professional murderers, I'm covering them so hard that probably blood is being cut off. <laughs> well, they also cover they also cover that in the A team. Yeah, when they had the main bad guy in the thing, he goes, "When you handcuff someone in a car, put their hands in front," and then he pulls his hands out and he undid the cuffs. Mm-hmm. And the dude's trying to screw on the silencer. It's it's a good scene. Anyway, <laughs> I think Nick makes a good point. Yeah, like you could still hear them talking if you would. Yeah, but also, yeah, the, my back ass words way of fixing that is. Solved by you know cuff them in the front, <laughs> yeah, or between the legs, cool. or one arm to a leg, each arm to a leg, so they're sitting like an asshole, like. <laughs> but they can still snap up. Well, then they'd have to snap both thumbs. I guess that's a good point, Nick. Yeah, yeah. But, but they hey, look man. like an idiot. Yeah, all right, Nick, you got your your all your thoughts are valid. I do have a serial killer name, <laughs> Nicholas, Gene, Allen. Yeah, it's a murderer name. Uh, so we go to the church. Uh, the directors have admitted that the movie takes a lot of cues from John Woo's The Killer. Fair. So this has got to be their homage to the church shootout at the end of that movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he very, very he handily murders everyone very quickly in this. Yeah, I would very, say the shootout lasts maybe 30 seconds. If that, maybe. Oh, wait. I love when... If you're counting when he walks in. Yeah. Right, so he gets like, tell me, tell me where Yosef is or whatever. Like she would know. But also, um, but she, she reveals that Vigo's stash... Is in a ch- uh, a church in Little Russia. Oh, of, because of he's little, Russian. Of Weird. course, Little Russia. Why didn't I think of that? Honestly, he should have been stalking Little Russia <laughs> the whole time. That probably is, that is the most true to life Keanu. I think. <laughs> oh, okay. because he's Russian. Shit. The one in New York. <laughs> wait, wait, the one in New York. Okay, so is there to, one in Boston? <laughs> I have to fly to London. <laughs> Do I have to go to St. Petersburg? I don't want to fight Vigo Mortensen. No, that's Mortensen. Big Russia, bro. <laughs> no, that's Russia, Russia. That's, no, that's normal Russia. Russia. We call that Big Russia. <laughs> we just call that Russia. It actually doesn't have a modifier. Big Russia? Papa Big Russia? Russia? I think no, no, they, no, that's, that's just Russia. Just Russia. Papa Russia? So no, that's, no, that's Lenin. We called Lenin Papa Russia. Large... Large Russia? No, that's that no, one. No, that's just that's that hooker that's over six three. Yeah, that, that is that's the guy. That's I mean the lady she's, with an Adam's apple. She's big Russia. Yeah, that's a that's the lady that'll fuck you. <laughs> so he he throws white phosphor us on Vigo's stash, and then continuing the movie's grand tradition of upending action movie expectations. Mm-hmm. Even when he picks up an automatic assault rifle, it's still precise and controlled. Because he's doing bursts. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, he's not doing a shoot. He's not doing a commando shoot from the hip, run (laughs) through the gun. He's doing a. What gun is this? Because it kicks ass. That gun is a Kohari Arms CA 415, is the American version of the Heckler and Koch AK 416. And if I am remembering correctly, the internet died before I could look this up. Actually, my computer died before I could look this up. I believe it is the same gun favored by uh, Sylvester Stallone in Expendables 2 and 3. It's a great gun. It, it is. It, is, it, it looks matches cool as shit. It looks cool mm-hmm. as hell. It's efficient as fuck. Which is all of John Wick's weapons. Like he he has that's what I love. He he is a <laughs> professional assassin and every single gun he uses 
is very proficient. Yeah. He never uses an Uzi. Like, he never uses an automatic and just, like, or Tommy gun. Like, he, the man is either single shots or doing, like, three-round bursts. And it's all, like, it it, is, it all makes sense in terms of a trained killer. I love that. <laughs> and the fucking shotgun at the end of this. He gets taken out, right, by a SUV hitting another no. SUV? Because Future Kar- War gets him with an yeah, SUV. because Kirill figures they're never going to outshoot John Wick. Until you have to hit him with a car. And not even the car you're driving, because they'll shoot you through the windshield. You have to use a buffer car. <laughs> well, even the, even the car you're driving in the buffer car won't kill him. Yeah. That's the worst That's part. respect. Yeah. Um, this is my least favorite part of the movie. Agreed. Mind you. Yeah. Where he gets... So he gets... John Wick, the, this is the one time they get him. They knock his ass out with a using multiple cars. Using a buffer car situation. Using a buffer car. They literally bumper car John Wick. Yeah, there he he's caught in the in the church. He has a great Vigo has a great scene. Oh, the worker speech. Such a good scene. You and I. I um, really think Vigo could have lived. Yeah, if <laughs> he didn't say God, it's John's fault. His wife died. Yeah, I'm sure John believed that. But it wasn't Vigo's place to say that. No, <laughs> and I think that's what signaled the death of everyone. Because else. yeah, in in theory, at, you know, at the end of this whole sequence, Vigo gives up his son. Yeah, which is where, in theory, it should have ended. But yeah, I Vigo's such a dick in this scene that John clearly makes the decision here to end him. Well, but this also, is how he killed his friend Defoe. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, we find that. Well, out that was the but I'm just saying too. this it is, is Defoe's death as well. But um, but. I don't like this part. I don't like how John gets this awesome speech, mm-hmm. then bagged. So yeah, that's but it's the saved worst by part. someone else. It, yeah. it ruins yeah. the moment. Like I'm thinking I'm back, and then which they bag is the him. line yeah. of the whole movie. And then he should have the line of the movie. And he gets bagged, the the movie. and then he nah. should have Perkinsed. Yes, broke his finger. That's the thing. And then while he's 100%. dealing with future war, Vigo he escapes. ran away, mm-hmm. and like then John gets him. Yeah, like you, they did this a lot. With, it's the um, one time he's vulnerable, and it doesn't make sense that this is the scene where he gets saved by somebody who's yeah. not John Wick. I don't but like, like yeah, should have been. Another. Uh, they did this a lot with the Eleventh Doctor in Doctor Who, where he would get these badass moments. He would get to say these speeches. He would get to say this stuff, and then someone would undercut it. And I understood why they were doing it in Doctor Who was to kind of take away from him to kind of bring him back down to earth. Mm-hmm. It does not work here. And no, I, don't like I think it at all. that I think it is one of the bigger mistakes in the movie. It, it's probably my my biggest problem after the Marilyn Manson song. I'm thinking mm-hmm. I'm back is my biggest problem. That should have not been undercut by anything. No, that should have been left he the fuck alone. He should have been. I'm out of the cuffs. Barehanded murdered one of the guys and then gone toe to toe with Future War. As Vigo ran away. Or slid backwards to use the chair legs to stab him through the chest. Or Something. Up the asshole. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, what he should have done was he breaks the cuff. He fights the two goons. Future War gets Vigo out of there with the driver. Mm-hmm. He dispatches the two goons. If then Willem Dafoe wants to help him by shooting a gunman, John didn't see, that's fine. He also shot him through a stained glass window, mm-hmm. which is cool looking, but not It's the Possible. least practical mm-hmm. shot. In this entire movie, this whole movie is so like they do a good job of making it pretty realistic. Is there a like, at least believable. <laughs> I don't know. It's a very weird scene. It, it is is it's it's the weirdest scene of the whole movie, and it it, it, it almost doesn't. It's work the for least me. logical action wise <laughs> until the hand to hand happens, until and then the I kind of forget about it because yeah, the yeah. hand to hand shots. Well, up. that's the only thing. That's a redeeming thing. Is 
they undercut his line. They have the shot. And you're both of those things. You're like, fuck. Why did they do that? But then when him and Future War really get at it, they have a minute long fight scene that is so fucking good. They're both so good. They, yeah. well, I think like, they both it, get it, out of arm bars, or at least yeah, yeah. They they are both amazing. No, I mean like Future War do. is strangling him with plastic. He's yeah. strangling him with tarp, and then Wick fucking Conor McGregor like rolls out <laughs> yeah. of it four times. Yeah. Until he can get back to where he can strike Future War, but it, it's it's so well done, and then it's it, it just it's another great scene where there's not a lot of flash. The the problem is no. is the guys are just faster than we would ever be. They're more precise than we would ever yeah. be. Um, but you see, but everything. it's all basic holds. It's all day one taekwondo, karate uh, punches and kicks. It's just. Yeah. You know, when you have that within you to take another life, um, it's, it's done very well. Fuck. Yeah, that's all it is. Everything <laughs> here is practical as shit. If most of the people you're going against don't know those moves, you don't have to get super advanced to murder someone. That's it. You just have to be willing to kill them. Yeah, you should be willing to put <laughs> your hand, hand you, through their sternum either be or put a knee into their temple. Yeah, that's or it. want it more. It yeah. Okay, so John escapes from the church after killing Future War <laughs> with the awesome shark. With the Keltec KSG shotgun, it's a bullpup, which means it loads behind uh, the trigger. And it's my favorite gun ever made. <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> it's so cool looking. It's literally my favorite gun ever made. And then it we looks have, so cool shooting and, it. And Are then you we, fucking kidding And me? then we have Michael Nyquist, who, who uh, went off script to just go, cool it, 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 cool it. Oh, he's so good in that moment. Fuck. And finds out where Yosef is. He gives up his son. They'll know you're coming. It's such a huge moment. It won't he matter. gives up. He gives of up course, his son. But it won't matter. Boom. And so Wick assaults this abandoned warehouse. Uh, the and does a super smart thing that I think should happen in every movie, and it never happened until this movie. Oh, where he, where he murders a snipe, sniper, then takes, takes this radio, radio <laughs> and then waits until they do the whole round of check-ins, and, and then says, and then he checks in, and then he murders everyone. <laughs> He checks in himself as the guy and then murders everyone else. I was like, fuck. That's exactly the, how this why, works. Why the guy playing video games, why is he the first to go besides the initial sniper? I, I think there's another. He's waiting. He's saving <laughs> Alfie for yeah, last. Yeah, because he wanted to shoot Alfie face to face. He wanted to look the him in the eye. The only reason yeah. he lives till that moment is because he's the last person in that facility alive. And my bigger thing about this kill is any other director, any other writer would have given him that last line and it's just a fucking dope. yeah and, and instead john they is. they had john wick murder him mid-sentence which is perfect it's just like this guy doesn't fucking deserve that last is words. he doesn't deserve last mm-hmm. words yeah there's like an explosion comes in and then just catch the camera like, the camera backs up and like zooms like mm-hmm he he comes from you know behind come, walks. It's up. his. It it is the John Wick hero shot. Well, there's, it is. Like, there, this there's is a, it. There's a lot happening where we actually don't see. We see him shoot. But we don't actually see him shoot Alfie. Oh yeah, yeah. Alfie mm-hmm. Alfie turns around, gets shot in the gut, stumbles, and then is leaning up against a cargo container. And then John walks up and shoots him. And then what the movie does, as I like, is is you know they frame John in the middle. They got the f- they got the flames, and then they're they're using the the cargo containers as context. Mm-hmm. But he raises his gun and he more or less shoots Alfie off screen. Yeah, because it's not about him anymore. No, mm-hmm. it's casual. It's about it's, it's so about casual. It's about it's about this thing that is John Wick, and it's almost like 
you, you I wish they would have just taken five minutes to yeah. kind of play with the idea of a lost John Wick. Like, he killed this guy, but at the end of the day, he wasn't killing him. Like, just play with the idea a little bit that John Wick is a terrible thing. And even yeah. if he was still married, oh, like this terrible thing stop. would have... Yeah. He just, still like, exists. Yeah. But but they didn't, and, and it's fine. Well, here's the whole thing. He, they he, he kills Alfie, and he is about to call it quits. Leave it away. He but, gets the charger. He's ready to leave. But Matt's saying, but then, what if he but didn't? Then, like, he couldn't turn yeah, it off. Well, I'm just saying, cool. I'm just saying in, in the language of cinema, the way they did it is, he's framed by fire... He's holding a gun, and his target doesn't matter. It's just the act of killing. Yeah. And it's like, John Wick is home. This is it's what also he does. One of the this is who he I, is. In my mind, I read it as just like, this kid is nothing. This kid is mm-hmm. nothing to him. It, he doesn't even matter. He's not even it, a like blip this, on his like radar. He's, he's fucking nothing. But, but I mean, also, it's like, the, the, the choice they made, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roundtable this, is if it was me. Yeah. And this guy killed my dog, mm-hmm. stole my car. Yeah, I would probably see how many bullets I could put into him before he died. And first of all, <laughs> I wouldn't shoot him. I'd break his fucking neck. I'd strangle him to death. Yeah, and he, look I'd in his eyes. Him. He looked in that man's that man that he knifed in the club. He watched him. He looked <laughs> him in the eyes as he died. That is how I would like to see that man die. I, I would either stab him in the head or fucking strangle his ass and look him in the face. Yeah. As he I mean, tried you, you to say some bullshit. You couldn't kill anything that he loved because he doesn't get that. Millennial. So why didn't John do that? I think it's because near the end, it started to not be... I, I think it's what you were saying. Near the end, it started not being about killing this guy. He it's just, swept it, up... It's just the act of killing. He's swept up in... He is his old self. He's swept up in this thing. And it, honestly, to be to be perfectly honest, I think it's good filmmaking that they gave him a reason to go after Vigo. But after the church scene, I don't think Willem Dafoe had to die for him. Like, in the church scene, I was like, well, he's going to kill Vigo, too. But mm. they, they make a point of it being like he's done. Uh, but they don't play the Alfie scene as if he's done. Well, right? Oh, like, actually, like, he yeah, kills him, like, as if he's, like... Cash, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna get your dad now. Well, you're actually, you're not the big fish anymore. Well, that, that was my thing. Well, actually, now that you say that, I, I kind of like the the cinematic language, the what they have on display, the way they frame that shot. Now I'm I'm kind of coming around to it's done. Yeah, I killed him. You don't matter. Yeah, what I do next with my life matters. Like you were, you were this job. I killed you because I had to. I, like, I, like, I killed you because yeah. that's what's right. Well, no, here's the and thing. Now I never thought of you right. as a person. I never thought of you as a thing I had, like necessarily as a job. You were just a thing I had to do. Mm-hmm. He was a chore. That's it. Okay. He he checked it. He was like. Like John had a list. It was I I, I go to Home Depot. Go, you know, fill up the car with gas. Murder this child. Yeah, like, and he was the third on the list, and he checked it off. I know. I I thought it was was like a climax. It just like that specific death. I didn't think it was a climax. That's what I love about it. Is I feel like it's an anti climax. Like any other movie, any other am I any other director? If your whole goal the entire time is to murder this kid, it would have been like the kid would have had a gun. No, I mean it would have been a shootout. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying it would have been a shootout. It would have been something like the kid would have put up some sort of resistance. Well, I think anyone but else- fucking John Wick comes down and is just like this. Like when he kills this kid, he's just like this was a foregone conclusion. This mm-hmm. since 
I decided to do this, this is what was happening. Well, I think any other you, you had you had no choice. Yeah, you were dead. Well, I think any other director is it's it's the same setup. Yosef is running between the cargo containers. He turns. And John shoots him through the gut. And he like slow mo. But he slow he slow mo stumbles back. He's in the entire center of the frame. Yeah. And then as he falls into the whichever cargo container where the cameras, he would have gotten his hero. Yeah. The shoulder, the over the shoulder shot of John coming around the corner, and then John would have walked up, and then Mm. we would have gotten that back and forth two shot. The you would have gotten that full line. Yeah. And then what they would have done is is they would have done uh, uh, they would have done a profile. Where we have we see Yosef lean up against the container and he's looking up and then he throws his hand up like no and then we see John shoots shoot him. him through his and then <laughs> I mean that would be a fucking cool shot just a perfect profile yeah, yeah. the fire the fire on the left side of the screen couple cargo containers John Wick in does the he middle, even look at him when gun. he murders him he looks at him <laughs> a little bit yeah but then and then and then and then you see I mean that right there is a fucking wallpaper that's yeah. that's what you put on your background of your computer but I think what they did was at some point. You know the 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 violence inherent in John Wick. The reason he was a Marine. Yeah. The reason he continued killing after he left the service is is that it was it was it was about the violence. Like even when he got married, it was just denying the violence. Yeah. So it wasn't even so much that Yosef was the target. It was just that expression. Well, it's the same thing. It's why he kept the stuff. Yeah. It, if he was, it was truly, always in, if him. he was truly mm-hmm. retired, that stuff would have been thrown in a river. Like uh, that. That's it. Like uh, the insinuation of this is that a man like this is always that man. He can delay it. He can put it off. Maybe he could like inherently technically (laughs) not be that person for a long time. But deep down, the potential. You are always that person. Yeah. You can if you if you you keep your guns. If you keep your guns, even if he would have been married for thirty happy years. The whole point is, like, underneath all that, he's still that guy. He knows those guns are there. He knows those coins are there. He knows what he did. And he's always he capable he yeah. of what he could do. And that is, that's, like, the big theme of the movie, obviously. Like, it just is, this man will always be a murderer. A killer, a stone-cold killer like him is always a stone-cold killer. It's, it's just delaying the inevitable, probably. <laughs> In yeah. most cases. So it, this feels like another violent agreement. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it Actually, it's one of our most eloquent agreements. <laughs> uh, oh, and then real fast for you gamers at home, the game that uh, the sidekick is playing before he gets headshotted is called Dust514, uh, and it's set within the EVE online universe game. It's a first-person shooter within that. that spaceship or game. That sounds stupid. For some reason, I thought it was like Destiny. Or- nope. No, it looked Just like Halo. It looked like Halo. Yeah. It looked like a it, Halo knockoff. Okay, so my next note is goodbye, Perkins. Uh, it's such a baller move. How those four guys <laughs> not shoot each other? Well, here's my I, other I thing. I rewatched it. They're, they're all, standing yes. slightly off. But then my other thing is, uh, how did she not know she was about to be murdered? Yeah. The, the she showed the up, or but, the, that, but also... The front uh, desk man called I guess her. what I like about it is, like, maybe the whole time she did know she was going to be murdered... No. And she still showed up. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think I think after allying herself with Vigo and helping take down John Wick and killing Marcus, yeah, I would think I was bulletproof. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I think that's interesting. I, I, she either thought she was bulletproof because she had already done all that shit. 
I guess in my mind, if I got a call from the front desk to meet, you know, of the, the hotel that I broke the, rules, the leader of the hotel, I would be like, well, I broke all the rules. Well, well I mean, I maybe, guess, my, well, but then again, maybe, yeah, maybe she thought she was she, brutal, she bulletproof, and she thought it was going to be like a like, well, here's a slap on the wrist, like, oh, you broke the rules, or she could be, or she could, you know, look that look Ian McShane in the eye and be like, I'm backed up by the Tartarovs. I took down Marcus yeah. and John Wick in a single day. But the whole thought is also, yeah, I, I, yeah, well, maybe. Maybe, I maybe they, she just she thinks she's just a didn't fucking know badass. Who she was because she killed the guy babysitting her. Well, if you break into John Wick's room to chits him, they knew you. 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 First yeah, of all, if you, you think you're, that you're operating so, under you, a self delusion, if you think yeah. of that. Hotel doesn't have cameras everywhere. Yeah, that is incorrect. <laughs> also, probably everyone is Wick so goddamn thorough. Thorough at all times. You're not wrong. Thorough. Uh, but I love that scene. I, I also thought that I was like, "Oh, how do they not shoot each other?" But I, I love that she gets slightly off kilter. I mean, once again, it's, it's 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 the it's the language of cinema. It's a great shot. Yeah, yeah. but you get you get. I, I, it just you could establishes also, that like the continental. You could also every time that someone was like, "You're breaking the rules. You're breaking the rules. You're breaking the rules." It's action movie payoff. Mm-hmm. They it's said great. you're breaking the rules of the continental like mm-hmm. three times, and then you're like, "Yep." I think that's the only reason why we're like, oh, this was super obvious. You're a dummy. Because they, they it, using the, act, the action movie language, you're like, well, she's dead. Yep. She, she, she didn't get turned in. She's clearly going to be murdered by the Continental. Continental? And, and the Continental is so important that if you're summoned, you can't not go. I think that's the other important. Oh yeah, that's, thing. that's it's such a point. central thing. Yeah. Is of just like the other reason she goes is because okay, well, where else could I stay and be <laughs> safe? You know, I still have to conduct business. Yeah, because I can't get I won't yeah. get shot here. Yeah, I can't go to a Motel Eight. Someone will murder me. Yeah, <laughs> you know. All right, so then we Marcus Marcus goes out on his own terms. Yeah, he does. Great little great little bit of character work from Vigo where he shoots him twice. Then empties the clip. Yep. That's uh, good. I thought he was going to go back for thirds. Yeah, I really did, too. I Every love, time I watch it, I think he's going back for thirds. This scene is so good. That That's fucking Willem Dafoe killing Like, I don't know if he... Unlike everyone else, you go out on my terms. Mm-hmm. Not my friend. I go out on my own. Yeah, I think that's so cool. I, I, I If that is written in the script, that is fucking awesome. <laughs> that's such, like, a thing. I, I would never think of that. I, I really wouldn't. Like, it's it just, like, he would have been the tragic death. But it, but he he had, like, just his character. just like he, Or he would have had, like, a home alone He had to house. have gone out the way that he wanted to go out. That's or, the only way it could Yeah, happen. I mean, at the very least, he it's gets to decide awesome. when he dies. Yeah. That's that 100% his character. That That's amazing. Uh, but then he calls John Wick to fucking boast about it. Big mistake. Thank you for yeah, giving my mistake. son a merciful death. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to say about that either. Yeah. <laughs> Big mistake. No shit. Uh, uh, yeah, he shouldn't have said anything. Why would you call John Wick? Why, why yeah, would why you, you just... Why? But why? Or call him when you're in the air. Mm. <laughs> call him. It, literally call him never. <laughs> like, just don't. Wait, Vigo, wait, there, wait. There's a helicopter. It's because he was so high. It's because he got so high. It was high. the weed. It was the weed after. Weed kills. Yeah, weed, weed will make you pick a fight with John Wick. <laughs> it will. That guy of weed, I don't know what strain he had, but apparently... He's probably smoking that John Wick club scene. Fuck. <laughs> there I was would. a... Uh, for those Important who note, not in LA, by the way. Uh, apparently there was a strain of weed uh, at a pharmacy in Los Angeles called John Wick club scene. 
I will track fucking, it down. Yeah, uh, honestly, awesome. we should have tracked it down and smoked it before this. No. I can't, I can't smoke any. Alright, yeah. let's find it after this, and then we can yeah. go fight. Unless people? they want two hours of you and me with our heads on the on the ground. On the ground, and then Nick just trying to be like, hey, what'd you guys think of this scene? <laughs> me or, too. Pretty good. Or ham, it's just a ham sandwich? Or it's just all of us sitting like a in a normal sized bathtub. <laughs> All of us in a normal sized bathtub doing the doing the cool runnings training. Yeah, we're, we're predicting the turns. We're, we're we're doing cool runnings training. Occasionally chomping down on an Astro Burger. <laughs> All right, so we get to the Carfu scene. Great. Ooh. I love that the, the explanation for this scene is like we didn't have the money for for to do chase. to do an actual car chase, but. One of our guys pitched us a car foo scene where he just, you know, fucking flips his car around and murders people. It looks so good. I fucking love Dennis. It Duffy's, shouldn't look this good. Dennis Duffy's line. God damn it! I knew he'd come. Well, fucking great. I knew he'd come, and then and yet he didn't find a gun. He works for the Russian mob, but doesn't carry a gun. Yeah, this, a gun. this scene where John Wick is dispatching them with just the car is. How I want my driving to be in Halo. Yes. And it never is. Yeah. Oh my god. When he runs over that guy and shoots him over the hood. Are oh, you fucking kidding that's me? That's awesome. That's the coolest thing that's ever I don't happened. know. I want to see that in a Mythbusters. That episode. is fucking I want to see what's awesome. awesome. My favorite is my favorite is the dude who's crouched behind the What cement. is he doing? What's his exit strategy? I don't know. John Wick just fishtails behind him and then shoots him three times before the car fully stops. My best part is he... And then the, the, close, the favorite thing, the he camera. does that. Yeah, it does the close-up and then he immediately is back to first position over, yeah. the, over the steering wheel. Just in case As if someone was there. No one's there. Well, Dennis Duffy's there. The, no, the but he's too far away! <laughs> no, the cameraman started old. Started old. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> and then Dennis Duffy's so proud that he shot the car. And I know. They just go. He was, he's so, so, he was so happy that he was moderately accurate. And then he gets the Poor. fucking mook death. Oh, he gets the mook death. Is he? Does he have the Poor Sap Award? He I gets. I I don't know if he's even really I dead. Oh wait, wait, stop. Here's no, the he thing. Here's it. why. No, no, he's got to live it for. No, but here. Too. No, but here's why I think that he gets Poor Sap. I think he gets hit through the window. I don't think he's dead, but the problem is that his fucking body gets drug underneath the vehicle when Vigo hits John Wick's car yeah. with it, mm. and you see Dennis Duffy's body get drugged and all that. Yes, holy shit! I yes, my my honorable mention. So he henchmen. gets drugged. He gets hit through a window, probably knocked unconscious. He's probably not dead. <laughs> It's a cool move, but I don't think he's dead. But he's definitely dead when he gets <laughs> drug underneath the car and over the goddamn, like, into the fucking pit. My my honorable mention henchman is the guy who complicates the red circle in the bathhouse. Which one is... Oh, the, the main... Towel rack off. The first yeah, guy? The, name, the nameless mook yeah. who goes the distance. He's very good. Uh, he's my honorable mention henchman. And then my poor sap award is definitely throat chop while John Wick casually reloads. All right, that's fair. <laughs> I, I was going to say that it was... I, Dennis I, Duffy I, has too many lines to be a mook. I know, but Dennis Duffy is an unfortunate murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, it, that was my... It was either going to be reload guy or Dennis Duffy. Only because, <laughs> like, I was like, okay, he clearly didn't die when he got hit by the car. But when he's actively drug under multiple mm-hmm. vehicles, he, that's when he dies. 
Whether or not he's conscious at the time is questionable. So so John escapes from his car, setting up the final showdown with Vigo. Yes. <laughs> uh, I love his fake out. <laughs> yeah, oh, so good. Fucking combat sambo. It, it actually yeah. shouldn't be this good of a fight, which I loved about the behind-the-scenes really stuff. But it really isn't. No, no, no. But what I loved about the behind-the-scenes stuff there was like, okay, we've seen John Wick kill 76 dudes. Mm-hmm. This can't be the most epic fight, and it's it's epic in terms of uh, I mean, he's the language the of the scene, yeah, and he's beat like, the there's shit. The, there's there's the rain, and it and they they did it in such a way that it was just like, listen, no more was, bullets, John. Yeah, if it was mm-hmm. 15 years ago, this guy could go blow to blow. That that was their whole thing. Mm-hmm. They, they they were literally like, okay, Vigo's a guy that like 15, 20 years ago definitely blow to blow. Now he's tricky. So the the reason why this fight goes so long is because he's a cheater, mm-hmm. which is great. He's like no more bullets, but then he pulls out the fucking switchblade, yeah. which which ends stabbing, up not helping him. Taking a stabbing in order to break the arm is fucking up, awesome. Set up a counter stabbing, yeah. It's fucking gangster. Yeah, <laughs> I love that shit. That's fucking. Cool. I mean, you can actually see John just be like. And hell with it. And he yeah, takes the no, knife. they literally they they pause long enough, and Keanu has the recognition on his face before he does it. Mm. It's a very like intentional also, shot, and like even if he knew that was a death blow, it's like well, he's got nothing else to. And then, yeah, exactly. He's he doesn't have anything else to do. Like, arm, and yeah. then through the collarbone. Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. So then we come back to where the movie fucking began for some reason. <laughs> And then John Wick picks out a dog that can actually get his back this time. Oh, he gets the most adorable. First of all, the cool thing is that it it, it says that it's going to be put down and that it's an adorable blue pit bull puppy. Yeah. Which will have his back. And it's not a puppy. He gets gets daisy. No, 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 it's not. That's like a six. That is not a full grown pit bull. That is like maybe six months old. I'm just saying it doesn't have the shoulders. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's going to get wider. It's not going to get bigger. It will. I have a well, theory. It 100% for, well. That is a puppy it, pit bull. Is John Wick 2, like, when he gets Daisy 2, yes. is he just stealing another John Wick's dog? Daisy? <laughs> no, the dog's going to No, the, okay. dog, the dog will not be murdered in the second one. No, what's going to happen is the no, dog... That, that's the not dog, the mean, dog will be like... It's, it'll, it'll that's be like not what I mean. I mean the that, dog is his that he stole another God, John Wick's right. dog, and so John Wick 2 <laughs> is someone else trying to get back his dog See, from John I Wick. thought that maybe John Wick should be an anthology series where, you know, the <laughs> next one is Jason Statham and someone kills his bird. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought. No, what, or you're like, or like, no, no or it, Bruce Willis, and someone kills his ferret. No, it would be, it would be uh, Mickey Rourke, <laughs> and they kill from his Iron Man yeah. Why did his you bird. kill my boy? Timothy Oliphant, and they stamp his beta. <laughs> no, no, the best is is in John Wick Two is Daisy Daisier is going to wear the Max vest. Yes, but it's going to be filled with guns and ammo. Yes, he's going to resupply yeah. him during and the fight. John's pinned down. The dog runs in, and then he pulls the shotgun off the dog's oh, back. The dog's definitely going to kill during the first fight scene when they attack him in his house. The dog will have multiple kills as Boyko watches <laughs> because binoculars. because he's trained the dog to be a murderer. Yeah, no. he's not going to make the same mistake he did the first time. Fuck no. Well, he didn't have time. 
The Beagle would have been a murderer. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. <laughs> you don't think so? The, the, Beagle Beagle would just, have, the Beagle wouldn't have known German terms for the, attack. The Beagle would have just constantly given his way position with his fucking yodeling. Every time, <laughs> every time it saw somebody. <laughs> does the Beagle yodel? Daisy, shut up. Daisy, be cool. <laughs> Daisy, be the fuck cool. We can't snipe things. How are you going to spot them? <laughs> Beagles are dicks, though. Ah, they're beautiful, though. Ah, beagle puppies, though. They're adorable. They're dicks. Damn, they're beautiful. They're dicks as puppies, and they grow up into being bigger dicks, but yeah. they are adorable. They're adorable. Shit. All right. John Wick, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy we did this. Season it's two. Our, it's our most modern film, right? It is the most recent. Well, see, when Equalizer came out, I was like, fuck yes, I did a fist bump. And then immediately John Wick came out, and I did a standing fist bump. I was like, fuck yes. And then Mad Max came out, and I jizzed myself. It's just, it's been a great year. It's It's been been a a great year, guys. guys. Um, People are starting to understand. It's people that love action are realizing that there's a way to shoot action, and that it is an actual art. People form. who love action are actually getting put in charge of action. Well, yeah, yeah that's great. Right. Well, it's also that people are treating it like an art form. Yeah, it, it's not just a it. it it's the a idea of everything that's consistent about these modern action films is that people are like these. The stories told through action. That's the thing. We get to a point to where the 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 story can't continue until action happens, <laughs> and during the action, until we're telling a story. Gone. During it's Jackie Chan. It, yeah. It's the idea of we work the story up to the point to where we have to do action, and then when we do action, it's a three act action structure every time. And that's what John Wick does. That's what fucking the Raid does. Right. Raid two mm-hmm. does. Like every time, good action movies fucking get it and that yeah and fucking mad max fury road does that too like it, people are starting to get that and uh, that's really really important i'm with you yeah yeah after after these messages <laughs> the return of big mistake big mistake hey have you been to the explosive magical website I know you haven't because I can see the hit counter. Visit ExplosiveMagico.com to do the following things on this bulleted list. Listen to new shows before they show up on iTunes. Easily email any ExplosiveMagico show with a handy little web form. Post comments on episodes. Please do this. It took forever to implement. You can also visit our store for premium shows, custom shows, and some other awesome stuff that I'm still working on. Will it be life-size replica host robots? Guess you better keep Keep an eye on the website to find out. As always, thanks for listening to your BFFs at Explosimagico. All right, and now the triumphant return of Big Mistake. And you might be asking, you might be asking yourself, dear listener, Matt, don't you owe us a script? And I, I do. I really do. We all do. But real life it doesn't keep, fall on you. But real life keeps happening. Yeah. And uh, I am shiftless and lazy and undisciplined. Listen, eventually it's going to happen, we promise. It's not not an empty promise. Sadly, the timetable has been uh, pushed significantly. Meanwhile, I made some headway in Praetorian Gun. Well, There's like a solid week and a half where that's all I did, and then (laughs) nothing since then. I can't wait until we just run out of movies we want to do, and it's just (laughs) us doing big mistake table reads. It's not a bad idea. (laughs) It's about season six. Yeah, that's fine. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, once once we do a Howie Long movie, once we do like Firestorm. Yeah. Uh, I met Howie Long once. 
I met his whole family. They're all giants. Even the giants? Yeah. They're all huge. Jake Long's an All of an his children man. are gigantic. Yeah. Ugh, Everyone's weird. talking to me. Well, it's just weird because you always think, because he's one of those guys who's on like all the NFL shows, yeah. that he's like a quarterback. Yeah. Or running back. Everyone was like, no, nah, he's defense. Nope. He fucking no, lit dudes a, up. Yeah, he's terrifying. <laughs> all right. But Big Mistake Season 2. We haven't done this since episode it's back with the seven? Episode yeah, eight? something like that. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. Who wants, to, who wants to kick off Season 2? Oh, man. All right, I'll go. All right. <clears throat> this one's weird, guys. So I, I will say that I did, I did retire... Deke Destroyer Aww. this season. I, I thought I, the I was masses trying to, weep, but I was trying to think of a new like kind of motif that I could keep consistent throughout, and I think I found Dip one. Destroyer? Uh, no, no, no. It's, it, this one is much more uh, a motif as opposed to a, a, a character through line. So you, you guys will get it in the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I hope Bruce Willis stars as Damian Drake. A simple man. All Damien needs is peace, a cup of black coffee, and the roar of a car engine. Working as a mechanic at a small airfield just outside of Cape Town, Damien had to go out of his way to find the stability and balance that has eluded him much of his life. But all that changes when local gangster Umar Bokawa, played by Wesley Snipes, oh my God. comes seeking Damien's particular skill set. It seems that his reputation has followed him all the way from the state, and Bokawa has an offer. Every year, the worst of the worst from throughout Africa put on a rally car race for fortune and glory. Bokawa has decided his driver this year is Damien. But before he can refuse, Bokawa introduces Damien's co-pilot for the race, his estranged son, Zeke, played by Gwilin Powell. <laughs> if Damien refuses to enter the race on Bakawa's behalf, they both die. Trapped in a race they don't want to be in and surrounded by the worst criminals the continent has to offer, it seems like the Drake boys' demise is a foregone conclusion. <laughs> Big mistake. Big mistake. What his competitors don't know is that Damien Drake was the best goddamn wheelman in the New York City underworld. As career criminal, Damien made his living out racing the clock, the cops, and rival gangsters. As deadly outside his car as he is in it, Damien is hell-bent on putting the race in his rearview mirror and has booed up Bokawa's tailpipe. <laughs> Even if they survive, there's only one way their revenge will be complete. They'll have to race their way out of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just gonna take titles of classic movies and turn them into action movies? Is yeah. that your through line? Oh, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> the, the tagline is God damn it, fuck you. The tagline is not the Meryl Streep Robert Redford vehicle. God damn it. Uh, so I thought you were gonna say, uh, I just can't wait to get out of Africa. <laughs> Africa, yeah. what's the fuck up with this? So I did an African one too. I did. I did a Wesley Snipes one. God damn it! Uh, magic, magic, we're best good. friends forever. Season, season two, clean season, season two. two. Uh, we're best friends forever. Yay! <laughs> anyway, super excited about that. That's great. Why not? Bruce Willis fighting uh, Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah, I'm into it. I love it. In Africa. <laughs> I want to fight you. <laughs> I told you. I thought that you would maybe hate it slash also respect it. I'm all about it. <laughs> I, I kind of want to do it now for uh, every episode just to see if you can get 12. <laughs> Challenge accepted. It's really not a problem. Plenty of movies. I think it's planning on that anyways. If anyone has any suggestions of classic, ideally Oscar-winning movies 
that they would like to see me turn into action. Films. Don't tell mom. Please let me know. Well, that's a little <laughs> It could happen. But there's so many good ones that should be action movie titles, like A yeah. Farewell to Arms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Green Mile. Could I can't wait for you to do Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia could be very good. There's a lot to work with there. Well, anyway. There Next you up, go. Uh, I, I could go, since uh, mine's also Africa. Well, kind of Africa. Go it for it. They're all connected. <clears throat> yeah. Here we go. Jackie Chan is Towson. <laughs> it's in Africa. Okay, go. Jackie Chan is Tauzu, which I looked up. Tau means large wave, and zoo means boat. You'll see how it fits in. <laughs> Jackie Chan is Tauzu, or Taz, a retired People's Liberation Army Navy officer. <laughs> at, at, that exists. No, it's the People's Liberation Army. No, we believe you. All you right, did no, the research. Just go. Go. Yeah, you looked right. up Tao Zhu. <laughs> I trust Jeff from here on out. A retired People's Liberation Army Navy officer. Now he's content with his life as a shipping boat captain with his fellow crewmen, which have become his new family after his wife and son were killed in a triad retaliation strike. One night in the Indian Ocean, his ship is attacked by Somali pirates. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. They kill most of the crew and leave the ship a burning wreck and leave Taz for dead. They thought they finished him. They thought they had impunity. They thought a pirate's life was for them. Big mistake. Big mistake! After nursing Jimmy... Oh, Jimmy's a crewman. <laughs> <laughs> After nursing Jimmy and a few surviving crew members to a stable condition on the floating rubble that used to be a ship, they're rescued by a U.S. Navy ship commanded by an old contact of Taz, Captain Beaumont who informs him that they have a Somali pirate captive. Taz... Jesus, I wrote this so drunk. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Taz makes the slip and interrogates the captive and finds out the pirate's list of targets. Then makes a daring, non-lethal escape from the ship, trying not to hurt his boy's boys. <laughs> then he steals or borrows a small boat and heads towards the pirate's next target. He takes out the second command. This is an outline. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nick, this you is, wrote an outline. This, this is my this longest is one. <laughs> he finds their home base. Then, with his surviving crew rally behind him, makes an all-out assault on the pirate's home base. Taz makes them eat their actions, armed with the, any goddamn thing that's lying around, because that's how Jackie Chan does it. He'll storm a base with a TV antenna. He'll kill 30 men with a shopping cart. Mm-hmm. And God help you if he gets his hands on a paint roller. <laughs> Fuck you, pirates. Your time's done. Jackie Chan tames the seas in All Hands on Death. <laughs> Logline. You really fucking brought it home. Uh, Loglines are dumb. Uh, rock the plank or blow the man away. Matey, blow the man away. It's good. Or up. This movie will be rated R. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Yep. I was on board. You couldn't that. resist. I was on board until You that. couldn't fucking resist now it. I don't like you? it. Now I hate you it. Couldn't. You know, Nick, for a moment I was concerned that you had seen slug lines in that. Uh, but you really brought it home at the end. It really all really all came together. Thank you. All right. Uh, I'm really proud of my first line. The rest of it does not live up to it. I'll decide that. Wesley Snipes is Rampart Conundrum, a down on his luck magician. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Yes. Watch Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Conundrum spends his days working a three-card Monty scam to make ends meet, and his evenings trying to reconnect with his estranged daughter, Connecticut Johnson Conundrum. <laughs> but soon, he's being moved off his corner by the police. A lot of money's coming into the neighborhood, and all those just trying to scrape by to the next day will have to find somewhere else to go. But Conundrum's instincts stand up to stand up for the little guy who get pushed around by the cops gets him on the radar, and he starts to get harassed more and more until he finally retaliates and strikes an officer. <laughs> Shocked at his instincts, Conundrum doesn't have time to react, and he's tased into unconsciousness and wakes up in a cell, handcuffed and in leg irons. <laughs> Magic man's awake. Conundrum looks up to see the chief of police standing with a Japanese man in a business suit. Sorry, David Copperfield, but my friends here need all that trash off the streets and the storefronts empty before they can fix up the neighborhood. Conundrum laughs. The Yakuza are here to save the hood? <laughs> the chief shocked. How do you know? The man in the suit next to him smiles. It's such a shame an observant and learned man could not find a better use for his talents. When they find your body, they will conclude you've become a victim of the base criminals you're trying to defend. Gentrification's a motherfucker. <laughs> but then again, so am I. Conundrum holds up his hands. The cuffs are gone. The irons around his legs are gone. What? His laugh fills the room as he steps into the shadows of a cell. The chief throws the cell door open, the, and the police charge in. But Conundrum's already gone. What a conundrum. It does not matter, says the Yakuza holding up Conundrum's ID. Find everything you can about this man and burn it to the ground. As Conundrum goes, <laughs> as Conundrum tries to disappear, the corrupt police force and the Yakuza go to work. His apartment building destroyed. His friends rounded up and jailed. His daughter kidnapped. With nowhere to go and no one to turn to, Conundrum will soon be found or flee like a coward, they think. Big mistake. Big mistake. A lifetime ago, Rambert Conundrum was part of a secret NSA program to recruit talented magicians and weaponize their sleight of hand techniques yes. and their uncanny ability to disappear. You're fucking right. And turn them into unstoppable assassins and undetectable spies. Pushed to the edge, Conundrum has no choice but to unleash his entire bag of lethal tricks to make organized crime and systemic corruption disappear. Starring Wesley Snipes as Rampart Conundrum, Brian T. as Yakuza boss, yes. Kutu Katana, yes. Matthew McConaughey as corrupt pl- <laughs> chief of police, Trace Van Slick. Perfect. Where's my Brad? Zoe, Ka- Zoe Kravitz as Connecticut Johnson Conundrum. Yes! And featuring facial hair chameleon Scott Atkins as the mercenary <laughs> hitman, the gentleman. Every first. fucking time. Next summer, look behind the curtain for now you see me now you bleed <laughs> oh, that I thought you were like a tagline more and than the taglines are is this your card and then it's just a middle finger <laughs> <laughs> and then ain't nothing slight about it I got I got one <laughs> some motherfuckers always trying to figure out where the rabbit went <laughs> but I have like a scene where he gets cornered by like he gets cornered by some bad guys yes. and he's like he nothing up this sleeve nothing up this oh, sleeve so and then there's Whoa. a sklitch yeah. And then the guy looks down and Wesley Snipes is holding his heart and he goes, Nothing in your chest. <laughs> wow, so good. I mean he's gonna throw cards. Oh yeah. He's gonna uh, gambit style. He's just gonna throw a rope up in the air and it's not gonna tie to anything, he's gonna climb it to escape. <laughs> I think this should go above <laughs> like, the- he throws it at them and it becomes a noose around their neck. <laughs> it just becomes a snake. <laughs> <laughs> this should be put in the queue above Born in the US. <laughs> it I I genuinely you know I realize it sounds ludicrous, which is why it's a big mistake. But I'm genuinely shocked how that hasn't been pitched as an action movie. Yes, yet. yeah, sleight of hand. They, they had, they, they did the sleight of hand heist movie with now you fucking see Eisenberg and like 
Woody Hair. What the fuck are those? No, I never saw people. those. Not I never people. saw those movies. Yeah, not actually. What was that like? Were those good? No, because it was all CG, so they didn't even do like any cool magic shit. That's stupid. <laughs> anyway. Well, we, I'm on board. I, I, I like I it. We, I think we brought it. I think it was, everything really worked out. Yeah, we, we took a break from Big Mistake, and I'm proud of that we came swinging back. I'm glad that we're back. <laughs> I really am. We never left. No. No, we never did. And that is it for us. Thank you for joining Climax for the premiere of our second season. Second season. We're, season two. We've learned all the mistakes from the first one. The sequel's always bigger. It always bigger. It's always better. We're already established. More explosions. We, we've learned all the lessons from last time. Yeah. We're going to try to do more themed cocktails. Today's was just rocket fuel again. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. It, feels it ended like up being good. It, it feels was... like we've learned nothing. The Eva okay, Green is booze, good. Okay, booze-wise, we've learned nothing. We've learned nothing. <laughs> Most of our cocktails, it if was, you drink along with us, are just drunk. booze. <laughs> it was a more focused drunk. Yeah, yeah, this was more focused. I mean, at least we're cutting it with something. If you, Jesus if you, Christ. If you want to know what we did was, the first one we tried to do was we froze ginger beer. And then chopped it up in a blender and then poured vodka over the it. The idea would be it's a Moscow mule, but the ice is but it's the like ginger a slushy. beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That didn't work. So what we did was we took the ginger beer ice cubes, threw on regular ice, poured the vodka over that, splash a fresca. Yeah. Sure. And then blended it together into a super slushy. That ended up being way better. That is mm. what is fucking us up right yeah. now. Yeah, it's very good, though. Shit, um, it's very good. I didn't know you tossed a little fresca in there. That yeah, makes just sense. a splash. Yeah, just a little bit of color. It makes sense. It needed something. So I guess that that is now the uh, Daisy. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that it's is obviously the Daisy. That's the Daisy. Daisy. Uh, oopsie Daisy. With the Fresca, it's the Daisy. But thank you. The Oopsie Daisy. Do we know what the next one is? I, I think there's one right there that is a classic that we have not done. Are you pointing to First Blood Part 2 or Lethal Weapon? Because both are classics. <laughs> well, not done. either one. I was thinking First Blood. but Please uh, join us for episode 13, lucky number 13, where we will do First Blood. Part two. Yeah. Mm. This has been Climax. Yeah. Really trying to get this to dissolve. Room tone. Hmm. Woo! Oh, I really need you guys to fucking dissolve. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just drinking cold straight vodka. <laughs> it is, um, but it is tasting better and better as we go. It will only get better, much like our show. You know, yeah. I've never really drank while I had Jones while downs. I took my anti-anxiety medicine. So mm. this will be interesting. Mm. This will be good. Looking mm. forward to just lying face down in the middle of the room tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, Really interested to see how that's going to work out.